Hi everyone, this episode of the Robocast is sponsored by Robots Ruin My Life. Be sure to check them out using the link at the top of the description, and be sure to use the code ROBOCAST at checkout for 25% off your order. I'm Jeff Waters from Team Jackpot, and you're listening to the Robocast. Hello everyone, my name is Steve the American Killjoy, and welcome to the Robocast with myself, Jevin of Woodrow, and David of Smeg. This feels wrong. Uh, where is Sam? <laughs> Sam, He's lost. Sam is He's partying lost. with the Monsoon crew, I think. Yeah. yeah I think it was going to some sort of concert, or I don't know, but we hope Whatever. he's having a lovely time. Yeah, it would, you know, it would be nice if he joined us, you know, but there's, I guess there's more important things than Robocasting. But in the meantime, there's us, and we also have the lovely... The lovely Jeff Waters from Jackpot. How are you hey, doing, Jeff? We're doing all right. It's been a while since we last talked to you. I think it was... Uh, it must have been say... season five. Yes, yeah, season five. I think it was 2020. It was the, it was yeah. the first, first, yeah. year, first year you guys were there. Uh, so a lot's changed, you know, since, uh, since you guys, you know, first burst onto the scene. And it was the first mm. year in... was the first year in Vegas, I think. Uh, uh that, or was it? Yeah, I was still still Long Beach. I, I was the only year I've had to travel for. A oh, 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 yeah. No, that was it. Was the Long Beach? It's it's been hard to remember some of these old series. I mean, I, <laughs> I've, I've actually been watching the old ones go back. It's very funny to see how awkward Chris Kent and Farouk were <laughs> early we on. Got series three on Netflix recently. Gosh, yeah. it's, it's also it's funny well. <laughs> going back and um, seeing how like crazy it's gotten since then. Oh yeah, like. Uh, like any any bot from you know now would maybe mop the floor with bots back then but still. it was wild watching back the uh like nastiest knockout things and watching the pace of a 2016 fight yeah. against something from last it's year it's a different it's vibe like... isn't it it's mm-hmm. definitely a different vibe yeah mm-hmm. well in any case uh you have had a couple fights before you met with us so let's let's just jump right into it uh so your first fight uh, is against Scorpio. So what? What is the what is the, the the game plan for going into a fight like this against a bot that just just doesn't die? <laughs> so our our main game plan was to uh, um, play around the new uh, active ground game, whatever you want to call it, the self rider ground game lifter hybrid thing. It does a little bit of everything. It's mostly just so uh, it baits them into having to use forks, even if we don't have to use it. So, you know, it gets rid of that whole debate of do you want to go flat face or do you want to go with ground game? It kind of lets us swap back and forth between the two mid mid fight. But with Scorpios, uh, we didn't really get to do too much to them. Um, so what happened is in the rush of the first build of the season, we um, never ha- battle hardened the self rider motor. Oh, so I've, so. What happened is Scorpios bent our arm in and our weapon hit it and back drove it really fast. The gearbox didn't break, but it caused the magnets to shatter in the gearbox or in the, the motor. So it grabbed the stator. Then when it happened again, it just ripped the stator off. So like the base plate's still there. Like the base plate didn't shear, it just twisted the stator coil off of the motor. So that's why we weren't able to self-write. Everything else is perfectly fine. Then I um 
we couldn't really do anything then on top of that scorpio's got a um, a belly shot on us which killed our mm. weapon yeah. ESCs. that'll mm. do it then uh, um as a side effect of that that fire yeah it's been beautiful pyrotechnics which are supposed to happen yeah the fire (laughs) ended up demagnetizing our motors really and we didn't even think of it so the next rest of the season our weapon is like super gimped and we have no reason no we don't know why yeah because why would you check that why would you check the magnetism of the magnets in your motor ever everything is fine (laughs) on it yep so that's why you see we can start going into the next fight where I could explain what was going on with the rotator. Mm. Yeah, yep. we can do that. Let's 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 hop on into that one. Let's just let's yeah, see. There, there's not much to cover in Scorpios. It was yeah. 40 seconds. That it I was, was very much over. It was quickly, a quick one, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. A rotator, uh, we so I, I can bring up the weapon as we go into that. But mm-hmm. for as far as the rotator fight, we were trying our Twin Peaks configuration which was something we developed for Ribot because we were like, oh, we're probably going to fight Ribot this year at some point in the off-scene off we were talking. Then, of course, we do end up getting Ribot. But, uh, so we tried the... It's basically a half, our normal wedge, but we get rid of the front the front system on it. Then we just add the, the front plates all the way down. Mm-hmm. So it's still able to deflect uh, the horizontals in the corners, but it's a... Um, it's more effective when our weapon actually likes to say spinning <laughs> so it's uh, a lot of our damage that we got in the rotator fight was a result of me fleeing to get the weapon up to speed <laughs> mm. attempting so when, to get it spinning yeah so when we got our what would you call it the we're looking at the robot from the back mm-hmm. the right side front front panel got ripped off on the corner because i was trying to flee to get the weapon up to speed then after that, our drive chain kept trying to uh, walk off the walk off the the sprocket because it was kind of tweaked. So that's why you would see us go forward, go forward, go forward. Also, we'd stop and spin. So you weren't meaning to do handbrake turns then in the arena. That, that was just, no. just just damage. <laughs> it, I can do handbrake turns when I want to, but it's if I'm like going, you know. I'm at the weapon at the speed. I'm closing out really fast, and all of a sudden I stop. Yeah, that's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 save not the helpful. donuts for whenever they race on the strip. I think uh, that's, yeah, I think that's, that's safe. That's, that's later. That's later. <laughs> yeah. We actually we have a listener question um, mm-hmm. regarding the first two fights, which comes from that builder boy on Discord who asks, "How jarring must it have felt when you lost those first two fights? Obviously, they're the first first pre." like bracket fights that yeah. you have lost in three seasons very so. unfamiliar territory because you yeah. guys just tend to what whether it's you know you guys are just bossing it or you know you, you like the, the fight sometimes you just you're just meant to win a fight uh mm-hmm. but it's just a it's it's got to be a it's got to be a different feeling uh coming out of this uh without a winning record just yet yeah that was uh that was kind of like the upset card like the first one like we felt like that was kind of just a uh Ah, oh, we kind of messed up, you know. Like we 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 were all kicking ourselves because it was something stupid that we should have looked at. Yeah, and that kind of really set the pace for the two first fights because the side effect that we had after that first fight were still very relevant in the rotator fight. Because if we, you know, if we had that, if our rider didn't bust, 
it would have been a compounding butterfly effect, you know, like, oh, then our weapon weapons wouldn't be, you know, cooked and everything else. And we had been going there a little bit more positively. But so after that Scorpio fight, it was kind of just like, oh, let's rebuild it. We figured out what was wrong. We were so busy fixing the self-rider and weapon ESCs that we didn't consider checking the magnetization of the motors. Because that's something that you never really think about. Especially, but yeah, those, those motors were fairly old. Like, mm -hmm. they made it through the five fights of Season 6, or World Championship 6. Then they had the one fight with theirs. So that's seven fights on it. Plus, I think they came out of Tracer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, so not not only do we have the ace, we also have bits from Tracer that have found their way. <laughs> yes. But uh, the weapon ESCs from from World Championship six and World Championship seven were from Tracer. They're um, proprietary ESCs that a um, Jason developed for his bodyboard company. So it gets some data. Yeah, it gets him data, and they support up the 16 so it's very convenient. What, what a testing ground BattleBots has become for anybody's custom ESCs. Mm. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's never going to see that kind of uh, pain, hopefully, mm. in the real world. It, it shows, uh, like, the extreme end of what may happen to it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shoot, what what, what was the... Uh... Uh, the comp NPC is a wheelchair motor company, and now like after BattleBots, you know they would keep sending their motors back, and they'd keep and the company keep fixing them and sending them back out. Now they do projects for the military, like they like yeah. it's just you know it's it, what it, I mean. BattleBots has been a testing ground for for companies for for a long time. Uh, yeah, you know it's it, it's that's always cool to see. So, yeah. uh, unfortunately, not a win yet. Uh, maybe one in this episode. We'll see. Uh, unless you've mm -hmm. watched the episode, then you already know. Uh, so we'll move on to the next bit here, and we have some some listener questions for you uh, going into going into this week. Uh, so I'll get right on to those. So for the first one, PB218 on Discord asks, what was the design philosophy behind the Twin Peaks setup, and why did you use it against Ribot instead of a traditional wedge? Also, how much glitter is added to apply the jackpot before each fight? <laughs> So uh, the Twin Peaks, we didn't get to use against the robot because it kind of got totaled against Rotator. Mm -hmm. So we ended up just going hard flat face, which um, we did a flat face setup against uh, Malice at Remars. So we know it works. We know it can take a beating, but we had the diamonds at the time. So they were kind of, you know, they weren't designed to take a horizontal hit like a uh, Blackheart is. Mm -hmm. So Bl Blackheart is the 22-inch 22, the 22 version of our heartbreaker weapon so the main heartbreaker we run in the wedge is 20 inches so it clears the clears the throat of the wedge but the reason we didn't run a traditional wedge against ribot is we didn't know if they were going to run the vertical or the horizontal yet because they they were struggling to get the horizontal ready mm -hmm. so we're like if we put all the effort into getting the horizontal config going and they show up at the vertical that's bad yeah that's bad for us i think we saw you just before this fight actually in the pits and, and we had a very similar conversation you could see the ribot team from sort of across the way and just see them trying to get the horizontal doing something but you had both kind of ready to go and slap them on if you needed to yeah we had the we kept the front naked and we have the weapon out so we, we were able to uh lock in really quickly what we wanted mm. but um but they were also had their both their modules over there and they're 
chassis over there. So, like, it was literally like a thir- like within thirty minutes we could have fully swapped to what we wanted to be, both of us. Yeah, so not only do you Mind need to games. be repairable, it's... you need to be easily swappable constantly in BattleBots. It's just, it's not yeah. anymore that you just can repair anything. It's the fact that you need to be able to swap into any situ- any situational armor, any situational weaponry to make sure that you're up against, especially when you're up against Ribot who play, you yeah. know, who play games with everybody. Uh, but uh, but that's just that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, that's uh, why I, uh, I envy, uh, you know, big horizontals like Malice, Tombstone, Triton. They're like, yeah, yes. it is what it is. Like, you show this is the bot. Thing. This is what this I have. This is what it's going to be. <laughs> yep. yep. You got to plan Malice, for this. With Malice, it's a little different because they can add the forks, but that's probably like 30 seconds of work. Yeah. yeah. To add those. Most, most likely. Yeah. Uh, Jevin, would you like to take the next question? I can take the next question. Uh what made you decide to add the lifting forks rather than keeping the wedgelets and self-writer from last season? That comes from uh, Jack Shirahai. Oh dear, I'm butchering that name. Uh, <laughs> yes. Jack yes, on Discord. That yes, one. We'll go with that. Thank okay. you for the question. <laughs> yes. So uh, it's, it's so it's a lifter in name only. It's more of a D getting our... Oh, it's a funny way to say that. It's a good way to get us off our face. Mm-hmm. Because it scrapes in front of the robot. So if you remember last year, we lost a blip because yes. we got stuck in our face. Mm-hmm. Like the writer couldn't do anything because we were stuck. And that's the whole mentality of. Um... So originally it was just adding a little bump in the front. We're like, well, if it's already out there, we might as well add some forks to it and yeah. play around. Some a little one arm, one arm bandit, as they call it over in the UK. Uh, the yeah. little arm wasn't just enough to get you guys back over. So you guys have decided to have a little bit of. Have a little bit of fun. There you go. Hey, there it is. <laughs> have a little bit more, you know, fun with the in, in the front of your robot. So say, you know, hey, even if your weapon goes down, you still have something that you can, you know, affect it, the fight with. So it it can lift like two hundred and twenty pounds dead, but you're mm-hmm. never lifting a whole robot. Especially no, with never. That, the geometry of that. So you're going to get some type of leverage uh, advantage, lever advantage, because you're picking it up in the corner. Mm-hmm. So it could lift and do a bunch of stuff. It's not going to do. Like crazy stuff like Keratops does, <laughs> because our weapon is so far out. It's more of if we're nose to nose and weapon is stopped, it's enough to get him off of us. And sometimes that's really all you need, you know, just to, just enough to get you back over, get back in the fight, and mm. not get stuck doing the thing. Uh, we were, yeah, I think we were talking to uh, oh, who did we have last week? Matt Spurk. Of course we did. Uh, yeah, no, it seems reasonable. Last it week. Seems reasonable. Oh, it seems last reasonable. Week. I can't remember if it even They're was all blending. Last week. <laughs> Whatever week it was, we were talking about having a big weapon up front and having that reach, and I think that's what reach. Jackpot does best. Yes, that that is the main advantage with Jackpot is reach. Like going into like even like the rotator fight, like most of the times so, or when our weapon was spinning, we were hitting them before they would hit us. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that we hit them, we pop up, then their undercutter doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. And I remember then we were event- talking. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> then eventually it falls down and hits. Right? Hey. Oh, yeah. If I, I need to get better at that. Uh, it's it all, <laughs> it all comes from the experience. We were talking to. Yeah. We were talking yeah. Ripperoni. Yeah. And, and we were talking with uh, with Diana uh, from Scorpios about how how hard it is to fight a robot like Jackpot, where it's, it's just all reach. I mean, yeah. you you really have to to hope and pray that like it doesn't hit something precious. Uh, yeah. You you got our armor up at the front, or else you're in trouble. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, would you, would you like to take the next question? 
yes, yeah, we've got some uh, quick fire style questions from Sean Peterson on Facebook. Uh, first one is poker or Jack Black or Jack, Jack Black? Black. Oh, I like Jack Black. <laughs> Great guy. You know the thing. I, I, li- I like Jack Black. I mean, I'd say, Great I'd, say I'd, I'd probably take uh, Jack Black over music? either of those because that way I'm not going to lose money. Uh, <laughs> I, I really like that a uh, that new one. He the new one that Jack Black was in the the, the Pixar movie the the one where they're like it's technically like a D and D type universe, but it's like normal life. Yeah, Ooh. I forget the name oh. of it. Oh, yes. the name of it. Oh god, I'm, I'm not much doing. of a TV show watcher. I used to be, or a movie watcher rather. Um, That's all um, right. He's Bowser at some point next month, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll remember at some point. Absolutely. But no, uh, I like uh, I like blackjack a little bit better because there's a little bit more strategy to it. Like, if depending on what your first card is, you can you know hit like do you hit on a seventeen type mm-hmm. shit, you know. Like, like, yeah, like there's a low, there's a very low chance, like 17's low, mm-hmm. like, but if you push on it, there's a chance you can break, but there's not a chance that you can win with 17 either. Yes. It's, there's more, there's more mind going on with Blackjack, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, it's it's and the thing with Blackjack is, you know, you're not playing against the other players at the table. It's just you and the dealer. Uh, there's, yeah. there's, there's no like politics of like, you know, <laughs> what does he have? What does he have? You know, it's, it's just you against the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I think the most thing about with blackjack is like whenever anybody sits down at the table and doesn't know how to play and then people get, you know, impatient and be like, all right, come on. I want to, I want to, I want to hit, you know, I, I already know what I'm going to do. Get through your turn. Um, but, uh, that's why I'm always worried to sit down at tables. <laughs> in Vegas, because I always feel like I'm gonna embarrass myself. We're, we're not gonna comment on your uh, Vegas experience. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I, I may have made a video poker machine's seat very warm. I'll just say that. Steve would uh, often pop off to the loo at dinner time, and then he wouldn't be back for a half an hour because he's on hey, hey. machines again. <laughs> yeah, I was trying uh, to find one that hit, man. I've and I know how to play. Me. I know all the math for video poker. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I know when to hold. I know what to hold and when to hold. Um, it doesn't always let me win. Anyway. Yeah, be- believe it or not, I've never sat at a poker table. No, neither have I. I just, I've, I've know. been here. I've been here my whole life. Really? I guess that's kind of that's kind I, of the whole thing. That is interesting. You are you are the Vegas guy, so it's like yeah. Yeah, you have to have done everything. <laughs> We've had a yeah. conversation with Jake Hewitt. Does that count as mm. sort of a bit of poker? Seeing mm. <laughs> who holds all the cards, or mm. yeah. But anyway, awesome. um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, David, continue. Yeah. yeah. So uh, next question was uh, craps or slots. So we're continuing down the, uh, the gambling <laughs> theme here. route. Slots. All right. Cool. Nice and simple. Uh, slot. Yeah, slots are good. That, and see, petting the nice yeah, that, tiny one there. It's, yeah, my, it's my, kind my... of a giveaway on that because I have which, a which I may or may not have rigged pre-recording to make sure that it was all sevens. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally it, got it. I swear. That's a uh, yeah. It's kind of a giveaway considering I have a slot machine themed robot and not a crap themed robot. Yeah, honestly, very, very true. true. Be tough to roll the dice and retrieve them each time. I feel like that, that would be yeah, exactly. that would be tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I need a, I need like a dice thrower on the robot or something. 
You need put, like it, a, put a like dice a, on the lifting arms to just yeah. <laughs> at the start you, of the fight. You need like one of those those poppers in the trouble board game, you know, where it's just like bubble, yeah. bubble, bubble. <laughs> I don't know. I, either that or double the MCA <laughs> and just like fire a, a die at somebody instead. <laughs> Shoot <laughs> a <silly>. die. <laughs> it's got more points on it. Might 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 do more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> next next question is: Were you inspired by the Robot Wars robot Thirteen Black with your feet? Uh, I was more like more inspired by living here. Yeah, like, yep. like what's a what's a whole like like I I did look at thir- thirteen black for some like ideas for mm-hmm. themes at one point because we had that big old roulette wheel that we were working on. So we never made that weapon. It, it <laughs> might come back next year. It's mm-hmm. like we had trouble spinning up with this weapon. I didn't spinning up that big old thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's. To try and I mean, let's go throw off the steering completely and driving it is, around. It, it would be very scary though. <laughs> but uh, no, so um, like the whole Vegas thing kind of happened. Like, what is something that we can do that's branding that no other team has done yet? And it, it, the show wasn't in Vegas yet, so was, they really loved us bringing the Vegas team. We had poker chips where everyone else had the poker chips. We had playing card. You know, we we went all out that first year. Then the next year moves to Vegas. Now everyone has poker chips and yeah. playing cards. You're yeah. like, oh man, you're stepping you're just on our ahead shit. of the curve, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it, trendsetters. Exactly. We we had more reach. Yep. <laughs> got <there> Literally. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And uh, the last one from Sean Peterson is: What other type of robot would you like to build if you had the opportunity to bring a second entry? Uh. Let's see, because I build uh, I build a lot in the smaller weight classes. Mm-hmm. There's one I'm thinking of in particular that would be a lot of fun, but I don't know how you'd get a 250 pound of it. But <laughs> are you it's... talking about Red Rocket? I am talking yeah. about Red Rocket. So it's possible. The limiting factor is hip speed, mm-hmm. because it's one of those you know when as you get bigger you need you know ten. You, you get more surface area, so you get more thrust, but also because you're further out, your tip speed goes up. So it's you do it really small and do it. It'd be a mess if I had to do it. It'd be kind of like how Cross Crossfire was. Mm-hmm. If you ever seen that robot, yes, in the KOB, yeah, yeah, King of Bot. So Crossfire, uh, I played around with the idea of like a two fifty Wumbo, which would be very very terrifying. Just a, a horizontal blade floating right about upright height. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be fine. With, yeah, with, I'm, I'm too much right. damage. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that would not destroy the test box ever. <laughs> the test, the test box has seen enough crap. Then, then I have my uh, my my twelve, which I like, which is kind of like a. It's kind of almost like a welded beater box, like. It's behind me. It's, mm-hmm. it's up there, but it's it's tracked, and mm-hmm. tracks are cool, but tracks also suck. So it's it, it, I it's, complete, it, it's, I'm completely yeah. flabbergasted about that <laughs> statement, but also completely agree. Yeah, <laughs> very uncommon to win BattleBots with tracks. The only one bot that's did it is Bike Force. So it's been mm-hmm. it's been a long time since that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his were more chains though, like regular mm-hmm. like rubber tracks. He he had like magnet tracks, which yes, why, why it worked. So so completely different from what you'd normally see like we think tracks we think like emulsifier tracks you know what i mean or like mm. you know tank like true tank tracks 
Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's that. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I think, I'd be curious. The other thing I'm kind of hung up on, where like a uh, build another 250 would be a. Um, I'm kind of hung up on it because I kind of want to build a 30 like it. Mm -hmm. Is I want to take like a um, my mini bot supreme ruler, or you know, it's a bit smaller version of Ace, and put that system on like the front of the Sawblaze. Hmm. So you know, you go up, you know, yeah. and then hit. Interesting. Because, I like because that. you because really you like don't have to pin them in a corner. Mm. You can just grab them anywhere. That's a That's nice wild. idea. I like uh, it. Quite mm -hmm. interesting. This shows, you know, even though BattleBots, you know, you have you have the one design that's in, you know, the bot the bot designers and the, and the builders are always thinking of things always. that they could do. You There's know, always ways to try. Can I add it to my design? Break the meta, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was good. Uh, do we have? Oh, we do have one more question. Uh, we do. Yeah. Uh, our uh, friend of the Robocast, uh, Rob, uh, Boom Zoom on Discord, uh, asks. What tips do you have for others looking to build competitive robots on a budget? Hmm. So a lot of a lot of the big budget comes from we don't have to travel, which is, you know, it's a lot of, but you know, you travel stipe and goes back into the build and all that. But um with ours is just kind of the kiss rule. Keep it simple. Like yeah. there's no uh we don't have any well, we do have fancy ESCs, but they're provided to us out of right. The it's, it's, this is a there's a there's an asterisk here somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> use use what you have on hand. Don't go like above like your capabilities. Right. Uh, design uh, DFM is very important. If you can, like, even if the materials cost more, if it's cheaper to get it made that way, it's cheaper overall. Like you can use exo like exotic materials, but if you can make it so it's really like the manufacturing side of it's really cheap. Like lots of lead. If you have plenty of lead time, you can definitely wheel and deal with people like ZTL and other China shops mm -hmm. to get if you do need machine parts. But a lot of it is just kind of design it so you can make it yourself. Like all like you know, jackpots is a, a slot and tab uh, welded frame, mm -hmm. which is try the cheapest way you can do it until material prices went up recently but eh. <laughs> when i was starting that first season like steel was cheap everything was like accessible like we just use off the shelf bushings it's nothing custom machined on the first first year around it was just a uh belt some tube and uh we kind of just the whole oh hey these are cheap and they work Question mark. <laughs> Works for the moment. Let's go with that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, that, like that first, that first year robot was like some. There was some witchcraft going on to make sure that thing drove because it was only like a three to one gear ratio with a direct drive, a uh, sixty three eighty four on twelve S with a. No, it was six S. Yeah, it was six S. What? <laughs> mm -hmm. So we had a uh, 12S weapon and a 6S drive on that first season. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> we didn't yeah. know what we were doing. <laughs> There's a certain level of jank, but it, I and mean, yet, it, it pulled You went just... undefeated in yeah. the, the very start. So. <laughs> not, so not only did it have a 3 to 1 gear ratio on 6S, it also had a 5-inch wheel. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're like a 5... Like, we're using the same motors and the mm -hmm. same ESCs, but now it's 16S. Um... 5.15 to 1 ratio with a 4-inch wheel. That's why it is 
so the the cost has not changed for the drive system, but yet now it's uh, it has more power than the tantrum drive. That's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty. I would say. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you know, just you know, sound design principles. Live mm-hmm. near the event. Uh, use outside sources when you know tooling in house doesn't make sense you know because some teams mm-hmm. have have tooling in their in their shops and stuff like that and sometimes mm-hmm. it makes more sense to you know just for a cost saving standpoint not even just cost a time saving standpoint where you can be doing other things uh you know just you know just make sure that you know you vet your sources and get the we don't have the issue of um a few se- of, of a couple seasons ago where there was a bad grade of titanium that went around or aluminum that went around mm-hmm. uh, that everyone mm-hmm. you know used a, a supplier from china Bronco notoriously yeah a gigabyte uh, yeah, you know that was that that was that was fun times. You know the other so. thing that they uh, saved us a lot of money this year was they uh, made my own batteries. Like here's a, one of the loose cells right here. Mm-hmm. They're uh, actually here's the newer version of them right here. Ooh. Uh, this is this is like a uh, I'm actually charging it out because I've been playing around with Vesk and that's always uh, the, en- <laughs> the endless fun. battle of trying to discover how Vesks work. Yeah. Rory? <laughs> Rory? Do I just crank it this way? Oh, and it's on fire now. Okay. Yeah. Ring, yeah. ring, ring, ring. Mangles here. <laughs> so, so, uh, what's, what's, let me do the math real quick. Because I had to solder a lot of cells. So each one has 16 and 16. So let me pull up a calculator real quick. I don't have to math do math. Break. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
they ran their yes. little forks and they weren't spinning at full speed yet. It's a bit terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. I will Ooh. say Gruff did get under them a couple of times, which was exciting for a few moments, and then it wasn't exciting for Gruff anymore for those reasons. Yeah. Um they they lose a front wedge pretty early on in this fight. They have those little front little wedges at the front, because I, I remember talking with the uh the the metal metal guy on the team, his name is escaping me. Uh, but I remember I, I met with them. Uh, did, I, I went to one, went to one of the <laughs> I went to one of their watch parties, and I know that they were very you know happy with how those those front wedges work because I know they they were down at a uh, a Maker Fair event down in Miami, uh, and it, and they it, it performed really really well. Yeah, uh, it just wasn't having it this time. Uh, Mike is just such a such an aggressive driver. I think even since. BattleBots came back onto the scene. It's just, it's just full bore. I mean, this is mm -hmm. Witch Doctor. It just, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what, how tough your robot is, how scary the weapon is. He's just going full face into anything that you have, and he's going to leave your bot in a pile of scrap. Uh, that's just the bottom line. I feel bad for my home squad, but it's, it just was never going to happen. I don't think it just, it's, it's, it's bringing a, a knife to a gunfight kind of thing. Yeah, uh, where where Gruff just doesn't really have the just doesn't really have the the weapon capability to really stand up to repeated beatings like this. I feel like we've seen this multiple times with this robot where it can it can take hits, but it just doesn't it doesn't seem to get on the upper hand after it. You know, I was it, thinking it, it about can survive when, when we were watching the well, yeah, we were watching the fight the other week and uh, just thinking, man, this thing went three minutes against Tombstone, and now I don't know whether it's. Just because it's more suited to horizontals, or whether the the power of the spinners has improved over the years, maybe a factor of both. Mm -hmm. But it it just doesn't seem to be doing quite as well anymore. Yeah. Obviously, in this fight, things anymore, is it? No, this fight it got hit right in a back wheel that obviously has scuppered their drive on one side, and then I think the big hit which exploded it was the uh, like gas tank for the flamethrower on the right side. Yeah. Which, Which was, was still going, blowing you know, out the side. It was still going. It just, you know, wasn't at directed the polycarb. <laughs> I'm not sure it was within that square that's on the arena floor. Um, I don't know if it was fully been. under their control after the no. Point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff, did you guys see this fight from the pits? And if so, what was the uh, what's the morale after seeing Witch Doctor just completely destroy probably one of the one of the tougher robots in the field? Yeah, I I. Don't rec I've, I've seen the episode since then, but I don't recall seeing this live because I think this is like we were probably battering up for our robot fight about this point, <clears throat> mm -hmm. or we actually might have been in the queue, so we I would have been running around getting changed and uh, last finding touches. Mm -hmm. So, but I Looking did see dapper. it. <laughs> I did yep. see it afterwards, like this last weekend, and it was a. Uh, or this Thursday, the most recent Thursday, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, then it, it's just, like you said, its power level is getting more and more and more. Uh, Witch Doctor is now running uh, Revolts mm -hmm. for their weapon system now, which is the same as Hypershock, the same as uh, Riptide. It's just a, it's a lot of power. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's definitely a scary piece of kit. Uh, and I, I, I fear... Uh, their future opponents because let's I mean let's face well, it they're, who, who they're making the bracket they're making yeah, the Steve, bracket it's your bit yeah I know yeah. It, it is my bit uh there really isn't much else to talk about this fight I mean this this no, was, was over and done was, with in the first a, minute and a half it was a good beat down wasn't yeah. it yeah right, I, the I, week apparently 
Yeah, according I just, to Battle I disagree. Box, right week. <laughs> I disagree. I think there's one later on that's better, but mm. so in fact, there's two case, later on that are better. Yeah. In any case, the the future fight for for Gruff is is Malice. Uh, Malice has had a a down and up year. It's it, it's it's been very middling. Uh, it's it's been it's left a lot to be desired this year. Yeah, so far, and, it, so... and nothing on the team. It just you know just it just hasn't happened this year. Yeah, they haven't gotten the win. They wins. need a statement win. I mean, their their big so... win was when they very much lost. And yeah, uh... <laughs> honestly, uh, and it just I mean, some sometimes all you got to do is survive to the bell. Wins a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but uh, we'll, and we'll, and we'll it definitely shows a bit. Definitely yeah. shows the capability of your robot. There's a lot more to talk about Malice in this Yeah, episode. yes, there but... is. Uh, and then and then Witch Doctor, Witch Doctor has the Minotaur fight. Uh, it's and, and, and everyone collectively rolled their eyes. Yeah. Uh, I I, I, I know the, the audience reaction to hearing every time they brought it up that it was coming was oh, <laughs> oh not, not a ooh. It was there, a there was a certain uh, level of dread, wasn't there? Yeah, because well, I mean, well, well, let's put it this way: we know it's going to be a cracking good fight. We know it's going to be good, but it's 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 the uh, all the rules around that fight have been fixed. Yeah, so it's, yes, it, it it's the storyline, you know. So hopefully, yeah. you know, well, hopefully we get a good fight. No weird controversy. Everything's been ironed out from since since they've last fought, uh, which was only you know a season ago. Uh, so hopefully, you know, like maybe this is a way for BattleBots to test their rules and say, hey, did we really fix the rule set? You know, let's let's do this before the bracket happens. <laughs> so, uh, but it'll be a, a crazy way to to end Witch Doctor's uh, schedule. Three and zero so far could possibly go four and zero. Well, could be, a, I mean, could be could... a top seed. Same with Minotaur could be a top seed. This this fight coming up here is a is a a, a fight for it could be a fight seed, for top it? seed. Honestly, yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I mean we'll 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 look forward to that. We won't see that for a little bit. I think we got. About a month. Oh, a few before weeks, we see a few that. Weeks. Yeah, oh, and then, a, a and then Shark up. Week, and then yeah, I don't think it's Shark week, week, but no. oh, is it? Is that why we have? A I don't know. Sure. I don't think oh. it is Shark Week coming up. I'm so used later. to Shark Week being the break for BattleBots. Yeah. Um. We'll Ask see. Greg. 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 Greg surely knows, right? <laughs> Greg, why? Ring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's basically this fight. This fight done. Uh, yep. and then we'll uh. We'll uh, we'll wish Gruff a, a very speedy recovery after getting blown to bits. Unfortunately, definitely. Next fight, Malice and Valkyrie. So the appeal, yeah. The appeal. Uh, this fight happens. There's a lot of uh, afterwards stuff. Let's let's talk about the fight first before we get into yeah. the nitty gritty of the the appeals appealsness that happens afterwards. So Valkyrie's weapon is removable now. Yeah, uh, he about that. Take note. Yep. <laughs> about that uh yeah you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be sad to see a, an undercutter hex bug i'd like to see how they'd handle that it's i'd like to see not... how they handle the drag you know because it's, it's on the ground oh, it is a very weird that's what i was gonna say yeah. because this is not the sort of robot you expect to be taking out the weapon in a fight like hypershock we saw in uh last year's uh i'm gonna call it bounty hunters i've forgotten the name it, of it since it's slug since it's slug that's it um you can kind of understand it because of the way in which Hypershock is hitting. Malice being a horizontal, I think it's more the the way Valkyrie hits Malice that sends a shock back through the system to then take it off. Um, but yeah, that was big functional damage that... Yeah. You know, there's, a, there's just one moment where the weapon's on and then it's just not on anymore. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and malice can really only hit the body, you know, with the way that the weapon is, you know, mm. designed yeah, on a that nice robot. There's a chunk taken out of the UHMW on one side from malice. Yes. Uh, but that big hit, like, breaks all of the bearings of malice as well. Like, they're still able to spin, which mm. is a good point for later on. Yeah. But it they're not healthily spinning. No. And, and malice's adjustment for this fight to have the kind of like. I don't know what I don't know what you would call them. They kind of look like brass knuckles, but like in like the things they have protecting the nuts on top and bottom, so they don't you know take serious damage to those very precious areas of the bot that you know mm. keep it structurally sound and keep the uh, the top plate from becoming you know a pretzel. Uh, Again, as, as David <laughs> showed us after the fight, uh, Rush. By the way, because uh, yes. this is the team full of the Davids. Uh, and then me. you know after that hit. Uh, it's it's like uh two guys stumbling out of a bar uh or two yep. ladies stumbling out of a bar I'll be equally opportunistic here uh anyone can be drunk and disorderly it's <laughs> it's what yeah it's <laughs> I'm fair here I swear <laughs> there's there's stages of this fight where you know they're just kind of bumping into each other like bumper cars and it kind of just it, you know we we kind of just yeah, down it gets to, the... to a point where they're not moving enough. Yeah, and no, they they probably should be a double count out. Yeah. But I mean, where movement is movement, this series we're going to get a couple of fights like yeah. this one. I think. So, um, yeah. maybe going forward, if 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 both bots have no offensive capability, maybe it's a you know a a mercy rule, you know, to 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 end think... the fight. <sighs> I don't well, know. the thing is, thing is, I don't know if you can do that because then, what if a bot, you know, catch spontaneously catches fire, you know, after the after the fight is over, and then another bot could have gone off with a win, you know, just because you know they don't have the. It's it's a very tricky situation. I don't want to be it's, the guy. It's a difficult line to, to walk for the uh, for the refs to be able to determine what is movement and what isn't. Yeah, it's where I'm enjoying the, co the sort of communication between them more this season, and just mm -hmm. like asking, are you able to go over there? Can you can you go and you know, move towards them. Are you moving outside the conference? Yeah. I would still think that the whole light from the top that we've suggested prior, if you can move outside of that circle, but I do think that would look even more like ballroom dancing in this fight than it already did. <laughs> Honestly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it almost kind of looked more like, you know, middle school dance where like you just kind of yeah, awkwardly to awkwardly, one side doing yeah, dance just, and then uh, yeah. occasiously space for the Holy Ghost in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we get, we get through the fight, you know, we, we wind the clock down and then, and then the judges, uh, come out. Yeah. So I will say that we were on the red side for this one as well. Mm -hmm. And it is very obvious to us. Malice is spinning at the end. Yes. Um, there are very few people on the blue side for this one, as I recall. Anytime you see lots of people on the blue side, that's because it was Saturday when that was recorded mm -hmm. and they've edited it in because the blue side was sort of half full, if that, at some points during the yeah. two weeks. Um, Which is understandable because it's, you know, it's during the week, people are working, yeah. you know, where like when the weekend comes, yeah. we, we knew it was going to get filled up mm -hmm. and we had to get there but early. The fact of the matter is, yeah. we saw it spin. So what all... you can't see it from the judges' side is that yeah. it was spinning. Malice was facing us not the judges and the judges aren't necessarily looking at their little monitors they're looking at the fight in front of them that's why no, they're sat absolutely. completely next to the box so the fact that the decision then goes valkyrie's way 
to start with seems incredibly controversial, but that is why the appeals process is here now. Uh, so yeah, so let's let's dig into the appeals process. I, we've covered it in past in past. So uh, Devin, I'm ready. You seem, you seem like you're ready to go. I'll, yep. I'll just I'll just you give this to you. This now. He, he's so, getting he's pulling his sleeves up. He's ready to I'm, go. I'm ready for this. The appeals <laughs> process. Uh, it's interesting because they they filmed a lot more for the appeals process than I think we got to see. Mm-hmm. Um, the appeals process starts right after the fight. You're high adrenaline at that point, and Greg will come over and ask you. Are you appealing this fight? Hmm. And you have to make a decision then and there because production has to keep moving whether you're going to appeal the decision that has been made. Obviously, the Malice team have a very strong case to appeal this one. And so they say, yes, we're appealing it. Um, And so Greg goes and tells everyone that's involved, uh, which includes our favourite Jeff Jeffries. (laughs) Yep, definitely Jeff Jeffries. Mike Mike (laughs) Jeffries and... um, that that process is starting um they then do the interview bits and then they got bunny to go and press a green button over by mike jeffrey's table which we don't see at all yeah we didn't see um, that in, we didn't see that no, in the in the in the edit we know I, was, it's recorded, I was curious so it was like, recorded exists um so yeah maybe they, they just, they didn't, maybe they just and... didn't like how it looked in post you know I don't know. It did feel a bit strange. Yeah, um, but we so do yeah, know anyway. the green button exists. It, 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 yes. it hasn't completely disappeared. Rumbles are not fully gone. Maybe I don't know. Never mind. So the yeah. the green button is pressed, and from that point, the the production continues. They they can't stop to do an appeals process. Nope. So anytime that there is a break in fights or anything like that, that is where the appeals process comes into play, and they they're able to work on it in between fights and when things are setting up. So the judges rewatch the fight on the monitor and they are watching from every camera angle at that point. And that is where they then see Malice is spinning at the end. And that's where the decision is overthrown uh, in Malice's favor. And the judges might not necessarily even give you the time of day for an appeal. Uh, if if there isn't a good enough case to be made, then they can just throw it out and say, nope. Mm-hmm. Try again next time. Um, yeah. or, or don't, not. because you've lost your one appeal. You only got the one. Um, and we learned in this episode that if you're correct on your appeal, you keep it. You get to keep it, yeah. If you keep being right, you're not penalized for being right. No. I think exactly. it's there to stop people from keep appealing, going, I lost this fight, yeah. I'm upset. Right. Um, so it, it doesn't waste people's time, basically. Yeah. You have to be really decisive and when you use it i really like it i didn't think i would until i saw it used um and i really like it and it was used effectively here yeah this was it's very transparent i i like yes. i like the fact that they they the way that they covered it because because of course sitting in the stands you don't know what they're, what it's going to look like when they actually edit it down and put it on tv no. but it, it looks like they've really got a a good base here to go forward and say hey this is this is how you know we're, we're never going to have the minotaur witch doctors we're never going to have the the, the very strange, you know, decisions that we've had in the past where we have, you know, social media uproar and, oh, it's been, you know, because it's a past filmed event, you know, like, oh, God forbid this was live, live, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it's just, you know, the, 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 the scenes. Um, but uh, but yeah, and uh, it, it's interesting, too, um, because this actually goes uh, post uh, because it was split. Uh, yeah. This decision. Yeah, uh, it goes unanimous from Alice after the fact, after you see, after you see that weapon capability, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Malice had done, you know, the more meaningful damage 
uh, to to Valkyrie by just ripping the disc out, which is becoming a feature of Valkyrie, and I'm kind of scared of that. <laughs> uh, not really. Uh... It's the mini bot. It just left spinning yeah. in the middle of the yeah. arena to cause damage. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. Bluetooth. New arena has yeah. new arena hazard. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, that so, was uh that was it. That was how the much did that. you catch of this in the pits, Jeff? Uh, I think you said every part of this episode, I'm like, eh, right <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not, it's, I'm not even like joking about that. It's like it's very busy in the pits. We've, the, yeah, we saw it there in the mornings when we were there. It's very busy trying to get so, just your own robot ready. In previous like seasons, they would you know like the fight would just be scrambled and you know they would just up put them on whatever episode. This one is very true to the real life schedule. Yeah, I've noticed that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. From being there, like, like all the episodes, like usually it's like I don't know. So like some like day one they would film like episode or session one would be like all of episode one, then parts, then four fights of episode two, then the next day would be four fights from episode two, then all the fights in episode three. Mm. So there's some that would be like split down the middle during the midway major, and obviously there's some delays and. But ninety percent of the time, it's all the fights happened that day. So yeah. everyone, I think gets... this is the only fight out of this episode that was moved back a week, um, and I can see why because I think it would have upset the flow of last week's episode, um, and it fit in a lot better in this week's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's given the time of day it needs to mm. explain the appeals process. So they sort of touched audience. on it earlier in the season, but obviously they didn't use it. But yeah. then they've explained it properly and we've seen it in action. And yeah, it, it's just very transparent and I like it for that. Yeah, absolutely. And we got to see the judges scorecards. Uh, so yes. Really quickly. Uh, so they initially it goes, you know, six, five and six, five uh, favor Valkyrie for Fon and Lisa. And then Derek goes eight, three, because uh, I think it's possible that Derek saw the weapon moving and the other two did not. Uh, yeah. So uh, the, the, the appeals uh, ones were, were, were interesting to me because, because Fawn just adds an, adds a, uh, a single weapon point uh, for damage and then leaves aggression and control alone, alone where Lisa adds that damage point and then flips aggression and control in favor of malice uh, to really tilt it in their favor and end up with a card that looks identical to Derek's. Uh, so I'm I'm curious to see what what Fawn saw that that Lisa and Derek saw like what Fawn didn't see that Lisa and Derek saw you know so mm -hmm. that there's you know because the, the idea is that you know with a judges table you want to make sure that there's you know you know, everybody everybody knows and everybody sees you know the same thing there should there should be no subjective nature in a in a judging that that that's what they're trying to eliminate uh, yeah. which is impossible uh, but they're trying uh, yeah. you know it's. I mean, the, the whole deal is as, as long as two judges get it right. You know, that's why you have three judges. Yeah. Uh, then, then it doesn't matter. Um, but you know, it's 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 curious. Uh, I, I, anytime they show the judges' scorecards, there's always going to be like discourse of like, oh, I wonder why they saw it this way. You know, because you know, which again, so much experience in to, fighting. You know, it leads to the community needing to be sometimes better. I, I've definitely seen posts this week yeah. of people ratting on the the judges for. Yeah. I, I haven't seen them. I don't social with media. It being a fixed Sam does that, with, and Jeremy like, does the that. <laughs> and it, I don't know, it gets tiresome. It gets tiresome to begin with, and it's yeah. it's not necessary. Yeah. But yeah, uh, malice wins yep. the. Appeal, we got the right and outcome. We don't next. So worth all saying we'll that we we all predicted Valkyrie to win this, and we were yeah. all very happy to be wrong. 
Yeah. Because it yeah, felt I mean, dirty to get this sense. kind of get a yeah. win like this in a way. Because it, it just didn't seem well, that's the thing. That this is one of those things that like it's 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 erased from the season, basically. This this outcome. It was flipped, done correctly, you know, we move on. It's like challenges in sports, you know, where if they didn't make the catch in bounds or the ball didn't actually like with baseball, the ball didn't actually go out if it if it actually didn't go out, it hit the wall and came back in, you know, there's no home run or or uh, uh, soccer, yeah. if they were offside, or football, if they were offside, you know, they, they, like you, you could actually go review that in VAR. You know, it's it's so yeah. important to make sure that you get the stuff right. You know, just for the integrity of the sport, uh, to make sure that we're you know not uh, shown as a as a rigged show, <laughs> because God forbid. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. All right, next fight. Oh, who Valkyrie who are the next oh, fight? Oh yeah, we've obviously covered. Malice. Oh uh, yes, Malice's next fight is, is up rough against rough. rough. Yes, and yeah. then we have Valkyrie's next fight, which is their last fight, and that's up against Glitch. Ah, uh, do we rate Glitch going in, having seen its first two fights? They've fought vert so far. They've got mm -hmm. horizontals for the rest of the season. We will see how that goes. Yeah. I, I feel like it's driven better than it ever has, but it's just we haven't seen enough of it. You know, we've we've seen less than a minute of it fighting. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen if enough it, Valkyrie to, you know, I, to see. I think a lot of the reason we didn't see a lot of glitches uh, in their rookie season, they never got flipped upside down. So they yeah. never considered how does it drive upside down? Mm. And it doesn't. So they need, I don't know, they should... We try to incorporate some type of either over the front rider or over the back rider mm -hmm. into their design because I feel like with that they'd be a little bit better. Yeah, or imagine like but... monsoon style, you know? Oh floppiness yeah, yeah, yeah. With that chunky of a weapon, I think that's <laughs> actually, that's somewhat actually... similar to what they're trying for because they've obviously got the suspension in there already, and that just mm -hmm. makes sort of kind that's, of weapon that's exactly suspension. the reason my mind went that way because I know yeah, that they have that with those wheels. Then you have the two points they would always rest on the two omni wheels because if you have if you pick up one omni wheel, it just starts going in a weird direction. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll 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 have to wait and see, you know, because the we, the co rookie definitely see yeah, the co rookie of the year has a. Uh, has some catching up to do, and Valkyrie, I'm, I'm sure, is going to want to, you know, get the win back that they they so thought they had here. Got a point to prove, you know, the, going but, into that last fight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, need a good statement win. Uh, possibly, you know, going into the bracket, you know, because they, if they win, they'll be they'll be two and two. You know, yeah. And then, then who knows? You know, whatever seating you get. All right. So and now, David said we shall see. I think the the more appropriate quote would be, or rather, you should see. Yeah. We have already seen. <laughs> I knew where that was going straight away. Yeah, I just decided not to do it. <laughs> Any, anyway, anyway, we've got a family fights. tree coming up next. No, yes. no, no. The family All right, tree is growing. Yes. Family tree. The the uh, the Seattle brawl, the Seattle scuffle. This uh, was a great fight. Yeah, it was just it, through and through. Big top deal, to best fight ever. Yes, absolutely, and. I, I'm I'm happy for Emmanuel because it's I mean we we've talked about it before where where Big Deal was a reserve this year yeah and this is their you know their wild card you know this is their this is their chance to you know they brought a bot again and made some changes and they're gonna prove that they deserve to have a spot in the main slew of bots and I think this is a good one to have on your record to go back and say hey remember that Mad Catter fight. Yeah, uh, they, we didn't come. Were, we didn't come out on top, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> they were winning a lot of the earlier engagements, though. Honestly, they really were really uh, bringing it to Calvin. Yeah, and I, yeah I, I also I, enjoyed the mini bot war. 
Yeah, yes. that was My that was so arena. cute that they gave that little, you know, the little mini fight in the, the big box to the, the little bots. And then they said, all right, move over. <laughs> it's time yeah. for the big boys to play. It literally, it just started with the mini bots going, yeah. attack, yeah. attack, attack. Um, <laughs> Look at us, mom and dad, we're on TV. And then, yeah, yeah, okay, and then mom and dad the went, blast. Yeah. <laughs> this was a great fight. So back and forth, so entertaining. For me, this is one of the fights of the week, honestly. Easily. Easily. Um, this this one should get more time on YouTube because though it is two verts fighting with both have lifters, they're very similar robots because they're built or designed by similar people or the mm-hmm. same person or they all share a big family as like yeah, Flip and Tantrum, a brother and sister. This is a, yeah. a brother's team between Mad Catter and Big Bill. Yeah. And um yeah, it, it was such a good fight to watch. That spinner is definitely potent on Big Deal. Um and should not be looked past despite its smaller size. Yeah, even though it doesn't have the reach uh, that Catters has, it still can do quite a bit of damage, and it it really did in this fight. Uh, it's ripping yeah. forks off. It's 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 doing it's doing damage to the minibots. Uh, it's uh it was it, it, it's just a really good fight through and through. I mean, it was ground and pound all the way down to the end, and I uh, I really I, I really gotta say it's it, it, it's it's nice to see Big Dill actually finally you know, really show what it can do. And I mean, then again, there's also, you know, Mad Catter always being, you know, always being the way. And it was nice to see Mad Catter rebound from its uh, dismantling uh, against Riptide. Uh, It's nice to see them get back into the into the fray and, you know, really just kind of get back on track Uh, because it's it's not been, you know, maybe the, the season that they were they were hoping for so far uh maybe they were expecting you know that they were they were hoping to know you know be undefeated maybe at this point in the season and now you know mm. two and one but uh they've, they've fixed their uh, schedule at least they're, they're on like the winning side so yes. this, this was a good win there's light I, at the end of the tunnel you know it's not a, it's not doom I, and gloom one thing I, I particularly enjoyed from this fight was i believe it was ellis driving what the one of the mini bots yes yes the little on big dills uh, Mad Catter and then just flying off in the distance yeah. as soon as it just hit. Just bounces <laughs> off of Mad Catter and just goes, Whoa! Yeah. It's very <laughs> much the, uh, well, it's, it, I mean, you, you could say it's like the big brother, little brother holding them at arm's length, but it was more like a falcon punch across the arena. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yes. I did hear, when he, when he was hit across, I then did hear in the distance, game! <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, um, brilliant. So, I mean, there's there's not a whole lot to go into this fight. I I, I guess maybe that might have been the why you know I mean, that they 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 had the big spectacle in this fight where that that was the fight of the week with the big fireball because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of you know just just robots meet grind against each other push 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 like we love this, those. Kinds this of was fights. a great driving fight, but yes. perhaps not the most explosive fight for t- like for the YouTube fight of the week, mm-hmm. but still worth highlighting because it's. Very good, very yeah. very good. Uh, it was Je- strange to get some cut. Uh, Martin Mason once said that was very confusing because normally they'd love to just listen to him hype up things as much as possible. Yeah. And then this goes to a goes to the judges, and it goes it goes unanimous for Catter. Uh, yeah, understandable. Uh, I think yeah. End on that. Though it's unanimous, I reckon it's close. Yeah. Um, I would, obviously, I we would haven't seen so. the judges' card, but I think it's going to be something like a six-five in favor of Catter. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, Maybe Jeff, more what, for damage. Jeff, what'd you what'd you make of this fight? Uh, seeing it, because uh, I know uh, this was this was the day of busyness. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did see this one because I think I was in queue for this one. Yeah, this, this one you definitely were in queue for. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking back, I would hope so. Little book of shame, <laughs> and uh, 
Uh, yeah, yes, no. So I, um, I think we were actually uh, on in this, like the tunnel during this <laughs> fight. Mm-hmm. So um, going into this one, I, um, we were trying this. I was kind of pulling for Calvin just because I, I, you know, after what happened last last fight. But I, um, I was actually very surprised with Dill Sissy because Dill has those uh, tantrum drives in it, and you can yeah. really see how, like the two. The two different design style, like they're you know, they're under the same banner, but they're totally different approaches. Mm-hmm. Like a um, catter has basically a single stage. Like you can see it in the picture if you look closely at the front wheel, the gear drive in the front wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the the right angle drive bolt on system that a, a Dill has, but you can also see different little design characteristics that they both incorporate, like. The armor panel or the armor hoops and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but um, it was very nice to see Dill do what it did. Just for I was not expecting a lot out of the little token weapon. Like I think it was like, oh, I need a weapon so I can get you know not be a wild card. I can I have a weapon now. I can be a main robot. You know, mm-hmm. what you know a whammy or whatever whatever they called it on there, like a weapon in name only. Right. Yeah, okay. but no, it it actually <laughs> it, it did good. A wino, that's what it was. Weapon a wino. Name wino. Only. There yeah. you go. Yeah. We had a... Uh... But... Yeah, was, yeah. That, I, I mean, it was it, it was a great fight from start to finish. Uh, you know, it's it, it, it's it's great to see Big Deal finally doing the thing, you know. It's good to see the pickle actually, you know, pickling other things. Uh, and actually doing 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 the good yeah. work. I believe uh, there is a Mad Catter UHMW panel on ebay now that has some big gouges taking out of it from big deal so yeah it's um, no bid on that if you want it i suppose yeah absolutely uh, i think like the to think the smaller weapons are like reach used to be the meta but i think small token weapons are the meta right now because one you don't need to be as far away to get it to spin up and two you can spin it at stupid rpms yes this is true yeah. uh they RPMs you can get them at, or like you know, like beetle levels, just because you know the smaller it is, the more RPM you can put into it with still maintaining the 250 tip speed. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the thing is, of course, you sacrifice bite. You got to be careful. You got to make sure that you have a fast enough drive to make sure that you get good enough engagement with a small mm-hmm. weapon. Because with with the fact that it's spinning so fast, I mean, there's less chances for that tooth to actually, you know, dig like, in. You know? Yeah. But uh, but maybe that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for more, you know, wanton destruction. And by the time it spins a bunch of times you know it's already done enough damage and you've been on the other robot you know long enough uh where you've where you've done you know considerable damage to their armor or their weapon or or what have you uh but yeah it was a it was a good a good good fight and uh i hope uh i hope their next fights are are just as good honestly who have they got uh, next yeah who have that they that got that is the next? question catter has lockjaw uh it'll be a good fight i don't know how this is going to go you have Vert versus Vert, but you have Catter with all their different attachments and different, you know, sword and shield or the pontoons or the lifting arm. And like, I'd like to see how strategically they're going to go into this. And the same thing goes with Donald. Uh, is he going to go really defensive? Does he really respect Catter's weapon? Uh, does he go with a big back wedge, you know, to make sure that he can deflect those hits? Or is he just going to go full bore and, you know, do what he did against Sawblaze and just, you know, no forks go i'll 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 figure it out afterwards i don't fire it's all good right yeah that's, will that's we will thing. we see the like the crows the crows the the the, the uh what did they called um gear crow 
looking forks at the front. Mm. Uh, you know, mm. <laughs> will we see? I hope so. You know, I mean, they're I, on the photo. Like I know, right? Is, is this going to be right? like another like claw viper where we never see that really cool uh, cobra like or bar that, thing? Because it never was. Yeah, I know. That was eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually duped Jevon into building it, and it didn't quite work. <laughs> <laughs> and then in talking to the team, they then said, "Yeah, yeah, it didn't work." Like, yeah. I know you that. I tried it. Oh, the, the fun <laughs> of chatting to builders in the pub afterwards, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man. Uh, who and has Big Dill got next? Big Dill's next fight is free shipping. So this could, be, could really be another fun. good driving fight. I yeah. would, I very much look forward to this fight because I feel like this is two bots that, like, you know, free shipping season, you know, put on a spinner, see what happens. Maybe it hasn't gone perfectly to plan. Uh, I, I they've maybe, faced maybe... some top tier opponents to be yeah, yeah. Minotaur. I would say, yeah, that I mean, shoot, look at their schedule. Uh, you have Gigabyte, does... who maybe hasn't had such a great season. Uh, I know they've had past season success, but ever since we had the the upper deck, it's been very hard for for them to really kind of you know get 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 around that. Plus, uh, rookie drivers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's also important. Uh, and also having a a pole that you can or cannot see. Uh, and then Minotaur and Hydra. I mean, those are really those are two really tough fights. Uh, exactly. So hoping to finish off their season with a win, maybe get maybe end up two and two. Well, uh, big I big like deal hoping to get win, a win, right? For um, free shipping to get into the bracket. So yeah, they 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 need a really good statement win, and 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 big deal just needs a. It would be nice for big deal to just get a win because I feel like a win. For, I, I feel like they've like, they've made they've some progress. Very good fights. Yeah, they definitely fought in very good fights, but they don't have a win to show for it just yet. So yeah. it'd be nice for them to pick up a win too. I feel like it's similar to Kraken, where like you know, Kraken's had a couple of fights where like they've made a change. Well, maybe not such a strong change. I feel big big deals are much less of a change. Uh, but like they've they've had, you know, entertaining fights and they've been getting better each each fight. Uh and you know, so hopefully Big Dill's final fight, you know, they they really show that they they deserve to stay on the main in the main run. Yeah. With that. We will move on to the next one. And Jeff, I will let you go. So what was the strategy going into this fight with Ribot? I know you kind of touched on it in the question, opening questions that we had, but uh, seeing that they went with the undercutter, were you were you happy with the the setup that you had gone it in with? Because I know they were having trouble getting it running, but they finally got it running. So thankfully, I actually saw this, right? Mm -hmm. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I would hope so. Yeah. Eyes closed the whole time. Nope, nothing's out. happening. It's yeah. okay. It I would understand like if you blacked out at the event, you know, and you remembered later. But this, this is a this is a whole different situation. But yeah, yeah. What happens so, in Vegas? Uh, it's yeah. Vegas. <laughs> no, so I'm um, going. We we finish up with the rotator, so we knew um, we were like, okay, well, our hybrid config that we made for Ribot is not ready. Mm -hmm. So we ended up taking some of our uh, bent 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 uh, parts and chopped them up and made kind of like a, a weird hybrid thing that we can make with parts on hand. So we ended up like chopping up parts off that rotator config and making a little L bracket that bolts to the side of the robot and, you know, kind of beef it up a little bit. But as you can see, it still, it still got ripped off, but it lasted longer than it would have before. And it didn't peel the frame with it, which is nice. But um, we went in there. We 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 were building our uh, multiple configs in the front. We didn't know if they were going to go undercut or whatever. Like going into it, we weren't. We were actually locked in of what we wanted to do, 
we were going to run what, what we ran, what we were going to run no matter what. But every time we were over there, we would have the wedge on it hanging out of the front because the wedge covers the whole thing. So you can't really see behind it. So it'd be always be half covered with the, the 22 inch blade does not clear the wedge. So we would have a blanket over it with like the wedge sticking out a little bit. And that was kind of like the way we left it most of the time. And so we didn't know if they were going to run the undercutter. We were trying to bait them and run the vert. Because they're like, oh, they're running the wedge. So let's run the vert. Then we kept hiding Ace around too because we didn't, we didn't know we were going to run Ace. And Ace didn't do a whole lot this point because Rabat was uh, thrown by me onto onto them. Yeah, that that doesn't help. <laughs> that usually doesn't help keep yeah, a bot running. But uh, help, uh, we added we added the the unicorn horns is basically what it is onto the fork, so we can get higher robots, like robots that have a higher ground clearance mm-hmm. out of the like. Ribot has a pretty high ground clearance. Most of the robots have the you know a half inch to an inch of ground clearance. So if you run a two inch fork, that's plenty to get their wheels up. Mm-hmm. With Ribot, we needed like a four inch fork, which. It changes a lot of things because you don't have as much of a lever at lever advantage with Ace because you have a taller rotational point. Mm-hmm. But uh, going into the fight, we we basically it's like eh, weapon to weapon every time because if we can uh, eventually kill ours because we know our weapon won't stop, it'll just spin slow the whole time because mm-hmm. we were still fighting the. The motor issues. We we were actually playing around with a lot of tuning, thinking it was a tuning issue. So we were able to like band aid what we had. We had some weird stuff going on. Like we had one motor that was kind of tight, and one motor was very loose. So the loose one would get it going, then eventually the tight one would start commutating, then take over. A lot of band aids going into this fight. <laughs> well, I I I mean. It's it, it's okay because uh, at this point in the in the event you've you've had two really tough fights that have you know put jackpot in in the garage a couple times and needed mm-hmm. need of repair. Uh, but oh man, were frog legs yeah. on the menu for dinner in this fight? This was a biology lesson in how to dissect a frog. I'll, I'll tell you now, this, <laughs> oh, yeah. is, this is the sort of thing that gets uh, robot combat videos banned on YouTube for animal cruelty. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. I see a cat in your screen. <laughs> oh oh sweetie oh my god <laughs> where's mine mine's probably sleeping somewhere uh but uh so yeah after that first day, like when we popped him up the, the head went went away so it was it it wasn't a ro- it wasn't a frog after the first hit so it was fine it's all good it did yeah. look like the frog was just sort of watching on in the background sort of half submerged <laughs> in arena like this thing. i I, I, I did here. like what the- I did like the little detail they put. So the little, you know, little the little reflection highlights were uh, actually card suits. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they always change one little thing to make it match their opponent. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So um, like halfway through, so I'd say within that, the, the most crazy part of the fight was definitely the first forty seconds. Yes. I think I counted there was like twenty plus weapon on weapon hits in the first forty seconds. It was insane. Like the fact that both of us weren't dying, then we uh I got that I clipped that first wheel, which would kind of set in the tone for the rest of the the fight. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, I know what side I need to focus now. So I get popped up after that hit, thrown around. We did our first ever in competition self right. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, uh, that, that I, proving that it works. Everything yeah. works now. 
and good 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 to keep it up and out of the way i know that i noticed in your fights against spinners you gotta you gotta keep that safe because even though it has so, forks you don't want it to get you know chipped off yeah so it's it's mostly it's mostly there so we can scrape ourselves if we get on our face mm-hmm. but so we self-right in the corner after that first one and plop down it was actually a very slow self-right because i like halfway self-righted then i drove backwards mm-hmm. but uh then we go through uh we got centered arena, hit weapon on weapon again, 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 again. I get another pop up, popped up on my back. Mm-hmm. So the writer is already up. So like that's actually where I like keeping the writer. Mm-hmm. Is I like keeping it like halfway up. So if I get popped on my back, my wheels are touching. Yeah. So it's kind of like a second. It's kind of like yeah. a secondary, a um a secondary stable position. Because mm-hmm. the back wheels like counterbalance. Yeah. Yeah. And then you lose you lose a front plate. Uh, pretty early in this fight where now you have a soft spot that you kind of try to, uh, I mean, a, a soft spot ish, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. jackpot's pretty, pretty stout already. So uh, it kind of tweaked. So if you notice in some of our, the frame got tweaked after the first few hits. So if you're noticing we were, we would drive forward and I mentioned it earlier where we drive forward and I would like pinpoint her. Mm-hmm. That was not, not, not a lot of that was on purpose. <laughs> come on so, <laughs> so you can lie here it's fine <laughs> so we so after you know we get off our back we go weapon to weapon again i pop up i pop down pop up then a um we they get turned just right because their weapon hit then i swipe in and i get the other wheel but at that point, Lucas is like, you fucking mad that he's shaking me. Like, I'm still trying to drive, dude. <laughs> the fight is still happening. I know you're excited. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lucas grabbed me by my shoulder and started shaking me. You fucking mad man, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you so, uh, you clearly picked your spot. And from this point on, it's, I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, really now you can pick your spots. You could really take your time. See, at this point, both of us are really hurt. Yeah. Like, you see our upright, and it's... Our yeah, uprights it, are... Tw- and they're still spinning. Yeah. It's, it's Some, somehow, going. some way. Somehow, some way, the disc is... The, the, the heart is still spinning, even though the weapon is not exactly straight anymore. So, uh, the weapon actually cocked inwards like this, so in towards the frame. And the mm-hmm. hilarious part is our weapon belt on this side flipped and inverted and walked onto the side of the pulley. So, it still held tension, which is the <laughs> hilarious part. Only in the battle box, only in the I Vegas. mean, as long as it's still spinning, everything's fine, right? You know? Yeah, so, so it was still spinning. Uh, we ended up getting. So, we weren't spinning that fast when we got that shot on the back of them. Mm-mm. No, we, we were. It would maybe 90, 90 to one hundred miles an hour. Yeah. In when the we, meantime, we, their weapon is full bore, like yeah. full bore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's up. It's tilted this way right now, right? Mm-hmm. So after you know they get flipped over, so they're spinning the other way. So when we uh you know we go in, we get that massive hit. Like it's massive weapon. Like we got at the speed, we were maybe like one ninety. Like we weren't full speed because it would gimp, the weapon was very gimped at that point. So we get hit. Then, if you notice, her upright is now facing this way. It's <laughs> fine. No, overcorrection. Every time you do correct it, just go back the other way. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So, what is yeah. fatigue? Yeah, you know, we fly. Now. It's fine. We fly it's like good. a quarter of the way across the arena. Like we do, like four or five three sixties. That wasn't on purpose. The disco dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Then it writes that Jason grabs me and starts shaking. Me. Yeah, like, guys. <laughs> guys, please. Because Jason's the one that freaking a uh, 
he designed all the self writer and he saw it right two times now. Well, three times if he can't when it got it stuck on its back, but and then, then uh, for no good reason you decide ah, weapon to weapon it's fine. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so I don't know if the if the rules are public about that. The you have to engage your opponent. Yes, yeah. that is public. Yeah. You have to engage if, if there's if there's movement if a, if a bot is trying to leave their circumference if they're still mobile enough to crab walk. Mm-hmm. You have to go attack, yeah, uh, yeah. which and which is you very much did. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because now, like, I mean, you're clearly hurt, uh, and mm-hmm. it's it, it's uh, it's difficult to go in and very very close to the end of this fight. Ribot starts leaking something. Yeah, black juice all, all over, over the, the kill side slot. I think uh, Ribot's liquid cooled. Yes. Okay. Oh. Because yeah. so they had to go to liquid cooling because they can't run their super voltage anymore mm-hmm. because the new voltage limits. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're now they're pushing a lot more amps, which means heat. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so yeah, it starts it leak a bunch of weird fluid. So if you notice, like every once in a while, I would go to the center arena and start spinning. Mm-hmm. So the re- it's not me celebrating early; it's me trying to snap my broken chain. <laughs> Because <laughs> it'll so, drive better without it. Basically. Yes. So the one wheel kept locking up and it locked up really hard. So if I spin it in gyro, then I slam it down. It It's only 35 chain, number 35. So it snaps. We're, we're talking about it going to bigger chain because it can, you know, has a little bit more slop tolerance. Yeah. But um, it snaps it. Then after that, we start able to drive again. And then Small. after that, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, I mean, you basically wind down the fight down to the judges, and mm-hmm. it's it it's it's all jackpot all the way. I mean, Ribot had no had no business yep. in this fight after it lost wheels, uh, unfortunately, and is now own three. Yeah, I know. Owen three they were winning. they went three and zero last season, and now they're zero three. Like we went two and zero last season, yeah. and then we were zero and two. It was yeah. The both of you kind of had similar seasons where like you you guys just. It just wasn't. It just wasn't happening this year the way that it happened previous years, where you guys just, just go through the go through the competition and you know take names. It was a gremlin, gremlin mm-hmm. issue with both of us. Like ours was, um, it started with the rider with the Scorpios, then our motors got weak, so we couldn't really fight back against Rotator. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of compounding. Then Ribot, uh, they had a, I believe they had a full burn down. Yeah, they they did catch fire, didn't they? Yeah. in the test box and that was the undercutter mm-hmm. so they yeah. never got the undercutter back going so that first two fight they had to run their vertical when they would have been better off running the undercutter yeah so it, both of us were kind of like in situations where yeah this is not ideal and with theirs it wasn't ideal like anyone either we're about or jackpot could have won this fight either way it, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a this robot's gonna win this fight it's uh it came down to a lot of uh, weird hits and shenanigans going on with like belt tensions and uh, things bending just right. Yeah, and I mean, you guys have you both you both have somewhat functional damage, more visible functional damage on on Ribot with losing a, a whole side of drive. Uh, but their yeah. weapon's still going. Yours yours are still going. Well, I even though your the, drive the is visible hampered. damage of like the the whole frame being like that as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's slight frame damage. Yeah. Though I still uh, I still saw this as a jackpot win, even though yeah. you know. So after after this fight, because we need we were only down to one frame after this because the Scorpio frame was kind of told was kind of tweaked. But no, because we looked at the rotator, one of us like this. Mm-hmm. 
then if you look at this frame, it's like this. So we ended up a um, just cut them in half and weld them together. It kind of that's basically kind of what happened. So I ended up going back to my house and grabbing the last season's jackpot frame. Oh. And we ended up cutting the uprights off of it and welding it to the robot frame to keep it as a backup. The things uh, you, the things you do to to stay alive and keep and going. And the advantages of being nearby to the event. Yes, as well, right? living like, in the <laughs> Yeah, I went, I went back to the house, went to the, uh, oh, where was it? The frame store at the time because I didn't have my garage yet. It was still on the, in the house. So I went and got. Yeah, I had both the frames in the house still. It was, it was on the patio, just rusting away. Oh, a lucky happenstance. Oh, what a lucky yeah. happenstance to have to have robot frames. Just I can go grab it's that. It's just just hanging around. There. I'm just it's trying to think. Good. So obviously you fought now Scorpius, Rotator, and Ribot. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to think which of those is your sort of statement win or statement fight rather the the sort of one that should beat you, and if you beat it, you're doing well. I'm thinking it's probably this one, but also Rotator is there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. It, it's lost, not an easy season because we lost the rotator before. Like Scorpios would have right. was supposed to. I think I think Scorpios was supposed to be our even even fight. Yeah. Then yeah. I think Rotator was supposed to be our even fight too, because right. a uh, we 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 put we did a really good fight against him with our rookie robot, which was not a very good jackpot. <laughs> so they're like, oh, maybe they've improved. Like we have, but Rotator's also improved. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, it's I think that was so our give give me it's probably gonna be the next one, which is shred. Because shred rate is much lower on the break. The Scorpios, yeah. I I I I go back to that Scorpio fight, it still bugs me really because if we had a good writer, that would have been a really good fight. Because in that first few seconds, we already nicked their uh their arm. Mm. Like one of their you get they have the two chains, one of their chains is already broken. Because of the reach, so, so and we and calling we, out to the selection committee, you know, if, if you want to do rematch. a rematch again in, in season eight, it, yeah. Well, we went our blade went through their five eighth AR plate on the front. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's crazy. It's just it's just it's, a bit it's just it's just really good that the box is safe. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean, it's a uh, well. I think what it is is because our weapon is so skinny. We have a very high pressure point. Yeah, really nice concentrated hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, going just to add that. on, like the the robot one, I know uh, we overheard in, in the pub later on that they would they came in back into the pits just chanting Owen free. <laughs> <laughs> Silly. But yeah. Well, at least I, I, they're I, laughing. I, in I wish despair. during. The- during the the pre fight interviews where they have the you know us in like the quarter or they were interviewing the people, mm. I made a uh, joke about us trying to get rid of our uncle Owen. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know Owen. Oh, because we're both Owen two, and no one yeah. was the Owen three. Okay. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> and no and... one, they didn't use it. I'm like, oh man, I'm really hoping that would become a robot <laughs> thing. That mm. cutting room floor, you know. There's, right, there's you, so you're going to have to lose it. several fights again next year and make the same joke and see if it makes it in. Yeah, see if it holds. Who's <laughs> uh, uh, Jackpot's next fight? Their last. Uh, well, 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 the thing is, we'll oh, get not to... Jackpot. I was going to say yeah, Ribot. We'll, we'll yeah. get to Jackbox next fight. That'll that'll happen. So Ribot's next and final fight is against Scorpions. Yeah. So yep. I don't know what you do against Scorpios because they've proven that they can beat a vert. Well, they they beat they beat 
jackpot. Uh, but uh, you can't you can't run the undercutter against Scorpios, can you? I mean, just hope you run up and maybe clip the arm and you know maybe go set up for that. That's, yeah. that's the thing. It's because Scorpio seats horizontals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You've uh, got yeah. to assume they're going to go for the vert because they, yeah, they have to. They're not I, as I would keen. Think. Yeah, either it's... that or out of nowhere, bring the flipper back. <laughs> the the, uh, the series bold. what was it Very series bold. three yeah series world four. championship three series, series four. four yeah world championship four yeah they had the little yeah, the little tongue exist. lifter that was a uh, that was a thing that happened I'd forgotten all about that but yeah they're uh, in a a real hole to yeah, try and get out they, of, to get any chance to get in the bracket right now they need to win uh, but the thing yeah. is I know they they peppered it in the uh in the broadcast we have had robots now in ways that we will never talk about again, the last chance rumble. We have had robots that don't win a fight and make the bracket because, you know, reasons, or if they have a really strong schedule, is there a, is there an argument for Ribot to make the final bracket because they've had such they a They said dump. last episode, even though Tantrum presently sits at one and two, um, because of pedigree, they will most likely make the bracket. It just depends mm -hmm. where, I think potentially if if Ribot can get another win, then there is a chance that they can get in because of pedigree, because they were a high seed going into this season. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be um, one of the bottom four, if nothing else. You're going to be scraping, yeah, yeah. Uh, if that, because you've had such a tough, tough go. Uh, but it's, or if it's there's just bots, a question with, of, bots with wins that just weren't very impressive. Who uh, else finishes with a better record than you? And if there are enough spots left, yeah. then um, yeah. This is when you're hoping. This is when you're hoping that way. bots don't make it to the arena. I know that's Either not the way. way it's going to be thing, very but... tough going for them to yeah. get it through. This is. I mean, both. It's not looking strong. Yeah, nah. both bots. Both bots are looking pretty good. I mean, Scorpio's looking pretty great too. I mean, they're 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 going in. I mean, up up, up until you know the fight coming up, they're two and zero. Oh. Uh, you know, I so they're looking. The next fight, they're looking pretty good. Yeah. About? So let's let's just let's just hop on into that. Uh, no pun intended with oh, robot. Oh boy. Oh boy! This fight is the fight that everyone except the teams wanted. So yeah. I want to, I, I want to poll poll the listeners here. How many people really thought that we were going to get this fight? And I mean, let's let's just say hypothetically that we both we got Sawblaze and Scorpios the way we were supposed to. I I don't see how they get to each other easily. they lock forks and then they just start swinging and do that a lot i, yeah. I would and i would think happens. so or maybe jmo drives in reverse and becomes a vert and then they become a vert like well they, they can't because they can't pull it all the way back nope. i i don't know how we uh it's just not going to be that. a good fight anyway no. it goes um i am interested to know so we all appeared <laughs> on the scorpius builder blog this this week which i got the shirt on the episode <laughs> you did um and they did the poll of what hmm. setup to go for. So who went for what here? That's Steve? the thing. Do we have to be? Do we all? Oh, do we have yes. to say? All right. Oh, yeah. So yes, hands up if you went for the uh the saw. Right. We went to was saw was saw one of them. Uh, it was, oh, was Forkios or Sordios. Oh, Forkios. Yeah. Okay. So who went for Forkios? I don't think I voted. <laughs> <laughs> who went for Swordpios? Steve did. It's I Steve's did. Ball. Steve. <laughs> I I don't know. I just I I just have a, a strange feeling that they they saw this fight and said, ah, I got one for you." Yeah. 
Uh, I mean, it does make tactical sense because it has the reach to hit and snipe the uh, the weapon belts, yes. sword blades, which yeah. they do. And they manage to hit that area. It doesn't stop it, but mm-hmm. it, they hit the area. And Zach makes a good point lead up to this fight where the the knuckle basically at the bottom of Scorpios's you know hammer saw is just so far out the front that's you know if JMO gets a really good shot, it's possible that they could they could hit it and do some serious damage. Uh, not just for this fight, but going forward, you know they might have to you know scrap that whole weapon setup, uh, considering the amount of damage they would take. So is this yeah. a is this an is this a uh, conversation of limiting damage, you know, to go forward or, you know, it's a uh, you know, it's just a fun fight, you know, because they're a fun group. You know, they uh, wanted to bring I mean, back an old I, an I old love bot. the idea that this was just like a, a big middle finger to production for putting the Habasaur fight up. It, it was but at it the was same a bit. time. Yeah. It, there was logic behind it. So, yeah, you make it. it they nice made a, see yeah, the they made a good argument. They made a good yeah. argument going forward as to why they why they went this way. And. Uh, one of their team members look. I forget her name. I'm I'm bad with names. Uh, she worked really hard to get the uh, to get the overkill blade attached to Scorpius. Get a really sound yeah. you know configuration where it would you know it it looks like it fits the bill. You know it's we haven't had a uh, we haven't had a, a a just a normal thwacking weapon on Scorpios probably since the uh, well I, I guess probably they had since... the the scorpion tail yeah the scorpion uh, tail with the fire tail. yeah but uh, something without a kinetic punch. Well, uh, if you want to see a whack boss, of course, that <laughs> is running at uh, Destructophon. Yeah, it may or may not have a blade, similar to what you saw in this fight. Uh, which, was it a fight? I not mean, really. They met, really. and then... It was turned over very quickly, and at that point, they're not self-writing. It's too, like, that. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, I know JMO went in with his uh, kind of hammer saw protection armor. the bunny ears. The bunny ears, yeah. Yes. Uh, I think... I don't even know if he knew that that Scorpios were just going to go in and just not use their hammer saw because I don't know I mean, if he... he was semi aware. <laughs> he was semi or he helped to do the draw of um of what setup they were going to use for the fight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, he was all in on this in the end. Yeah, and he really wanted that blade so badly. Wanted that blade. Imagine that on your wall at home. Be like, that's that's also it's history, but mentor. also that's yeah. mine. Uh, yeah, uh, Jeff. Uh, Going into this fight, I mean, what, what what's your take on the uh, the Hammersaw versus Hammersaw battle that uh, we technically didn't get? Uh, w- w- is this something we would like to see in the future? <laughs> you know, an actual an actual fight, or is this just something the builders in general just don't want to see? I think what was going to happen is they were going to get fork to fork, mm-hmm. and they were going to get stuck, and no one would be able to hit each other. Then eventually, someone will get to the back, and then the fight will be over. Yeah, it'll yeah. be because a... the Hammersaws don't have much. You don't, you know, you don't have top armor and a hammer. So you're not ready. Mm. You're not designed to. You're trying yourself. to work out the other team's problems with their top armor, not your own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Though you say that Scorpio's team did have a thicker top armor on for this one. They respected the hammer saw. Definitely. Mm. Uh, yeah. And maybe, maybe that's one reason to go for a, a weapon that doesn't, you know, you oh, go for a yeah. more defensive setup, you know, to have, to take that, that weapon weight and, you know, maybe. Yeah, go for a more defensive setup. I would really have liked to have seen Sawblades versus Scorpios, but with the Sawblades on, just like proper saw fight. I'm looking at the I'm I'm looking at the fight on my other screen right now, and the problem I've noticed is they um because the arm is so long, Mm -hmm. they kept wheeling, and that's what did them in. Yeah, if they had some type of geometry, if they had a a, some type of wheelie bar, 
mm. with it, they'd have been mm. probably all right. I think they were running magnets at the front, but almost that's that's not enough for what you wanted to do. I mean, they started trying to have the sword sort of pointed forwards so mm. that they could just go, but it never never happened for them. Um, yeah, I know so they need, uh, you need something like this. You just need something yeah. like that, and you'll just yeah. So the yeah. age-old question of is Sawblaze beat Scorpios done? <laughs> I mean, after that, it's probably not. But I, 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 I'm I think... not sure it needed answering in the first place. No, but there's still going to be people out there, you know, that are thirsty to know the answer. Uh, well, maybe yeah. they maybe can, you know drink something else. <laughs> uh, oh well. So Sawblaze yeah. go through and. That's three and O Sawblaze, is it not? Mm, so Sawblaze has a chance to go four and O, but their so last fight is against fight. <laughs> their last fight's against Hydra. I know yeah. Jake was worried about this one. Uh, yes, like, definitely. He was saying, "Oh, I can't wait to repair all the damage from Sawblaze." Or yeah, it's it's not a it's not a great draw uh, for for Hydra, but I will say Hydra has proven in fights. That it can just launch anybody up, and gravity is the best weapon that he has in his arsenal. I mean, Sawblaze can do very little with their ground game if they're in the air. So uh, honestly, yeah, spend a, is, spend a minute in the air. It's just going to be who has the best ground game, yeah. and that will probably be the fight from there. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what will happen. Mm-hmm. And... Scorpius, meanwhile, we talked about. Yeah, they're, Scorpius. They've got Scorpius got a frog boy. Got a frog boy in their future. They hoping should to... still be a lot bracket. Yeah, with their record so far. Even if such a case where you know Ribot the worst they really can do is go two business. and two. Yeah, where yeah. R- R- Ribot wakes up and really becomes Ribot of previous seasons and completely takes over the match and then sends Scorpio to Scorpio to two and two. I think they're still they're still a lock of the bracket. Yeah, uh, they should they should be okay. Yeah. Uh, so now we have a half answered question with this fight, uh, <laughs> but we will move we on. No Soul Blaze can be overkill. This right, is that's that's, 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 that's all, and that's all we ever wanted answered, right? Indeed, that's, that, indeed, that's that was the main wanted. question in the first place, right? There we go. I'm sorry, it's so it's it's all my fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next next <laughs> fight, next fight is what happens if you put an owl in a brick oven. <laughs> uh, you get pizza. Yeah, you get you get owl flavored pizza. This I... was a massacre from the this word is a beat go. down i know that anna said that they were worried about this fight but yeah. honestly what <sighs> hijinks hasn't done all that much recently for me mm-hmm. and it, i hate saying it and we say this every week that hijinks is on and hijinks then doesn't perform and it's such a shame to see it not doing the thing but mm-hmm. ultimately they took, a, they took a massive hit in this in this fight though jevin that weapon is down owls, immediately off of that owls don't hit. have faces anymore uh, no, no they lost their visor that's true it, it went up into the box and i think it landed back on top <laughs> if i'm not mistaken uh briefly yeah. uh this this was this was brutal uh this was vintage pizza yeah, yeah. The, n- nice to see them uh show off their their uh Front oh plate, yeah, that, the calzone. That, that, I'm, I'm looking at the fight over in the corner. Yeah, it literally just shoots up and lands right back on their head. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I caught that in the replay. Uh, so right, just so, like, what happened there? For <laughs> our YouTube viewers, you can see here the uh, the prediction of uh, not our names, in fact, but just pizza, pizza, pizza. pizza. Yeah, yeah. and um, well, every, everything was pizza after the lozenge incident. Yeah. Yes. Well, this this was their their fight at their fight not too long after the the end game fight, and I mean nope. you're riding on a high. You know, you beat 
arguably one of the best bots in the game. Have we talked about the We intro? haven't. I was going to say, while we're on Ripperoni, the intro <laughs> for this episode, the cold open. Oh, oh yeah. Delightful. Oh, my God. We just, you got to watch, it's make sure there's no bolts in your pizza. It's nice yeah, to yeah. see. It's nice to see the cold opens come back it in honestly some, felt some like little bit. David was on editing for that one. Yeah, if you've I, watched I, any of the intros for Lego Wars. In Ridge, you know, after taking the piss out of the, the shelf previously, it was full on that. <laughs> Yeah, just was, oh. incredible stuff. Was... I'm, I was very excited to see it because they, they weren't pinned too far from us. Like mm. we were here, then they were like down down the hallway a bit. Yeah. They're like four four people down, but they were across, so you can see them all the time. Then a uh, we look over there at one point when we're repairing. We're like, are they filming it? Are they filming like a food show right now? Right. <laughs> because, <laughs> like we can't we can't hear anything because you know it's just no. Then all of a sudden we just hear like some bad Italian ba 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 ba. And you're like, <laughs> like, oh no, what did they just say? <laughs> oh god. All Brilliant. I know, all I know is they were throwing dough and saying that <laughs> it's the, things the that don't go on pizza Fred go on looking pizza. At the, it's uh, uh, the dough. Yeah, it's spreading it's the dough. noises. It's just like, if oh you, god. Yeah. If you ever been to like, I mean, you guys probably went when you guys were in Vegas to Omega Mart. Yes. yes. Oh, it yes. felt yeah. very. Like listening to that was very Omega, like Meow Wolf Omega Marks, like skit. Yep, mm -hmm. it felt that's... like it felt like it would be right in line with something that you would see at Area Fifteen. I very, very after the sponsorship from Omega Bar at this I'm point. I'm in love with the editors this season. Yeah, between yeah. this and Dubstep Mason. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're, they're on. I don't know what they're on, but I want some. I uh, think they found their footing. You know, they know their demographic. They know, you know, a lot of younger kids are going to watch this too. But you know, adults who can get a chuckle out of it too. It's it, it's it's nice to see them really find their footing. I think I think we've been missing uh, the. I, I, I don't want to say it's had too serious of an atmosphere yeah. in the past yeah. two seasons, where it's been I mean, very industrial, where it's been very competition focused. Balance. I mean, yes. we've had. Yeah. The we need that. We totally there. need that. Yeah. Cold open of Tantrum Hydra, which was super serious, but I think a really important way to start that episode. And I think we'll get something similar with uh, Witch Doctor Minotaur later down the line. But mm. I'm enjoying not having a cold open every week. We don't need it. But when we do get them, they're solid. They yeah. and... hit. Yeah. They hit. Yeah, they've been they've been doing a very good job. Uh just like how Ripperoni seriously hit hijinks. I think this, yeah. this goes to show we're talking more about the intro than we are this fight because hijinks did nothing and Ripperoni is pizza. Yeah, yeah it's it, it it was a it was a very it, it's very tough to watch. Uh, I, I mean, then again, it's also tough to watch when a two hundred fifty pound robot flies at your face and the box. Uh, it's especially because of your own doing. Not if you're Aaron Hill. Not if you're Aaron Hill. Uh, Anna, Anna and the team are not. Oh, we Aaron did. Hill. David did some research on this. We yes. asked the question last week: uh, Does Aaron Hill flinch in King of Bots when something from Boxing Champion? Oh no! When the king the of, head of Dragon of, King is punched uh, into the box, goes and the answer at... is no. No, he doesn't. doesn't flinch. Nope. Ginger moves not. back a bit. But Aaron <laughs> doesn't move at all. Yeah. I... Absolute just robot a, of the man. Just, <laughs> Absolute unit. He's not a spoiler uh, machine. Yeah, I I I I, I feel for hijinks in this fight because man oh man, there's gonna be a rebuild. Because yeah, it may or may not have the, the oven may or not have been hijinks in this fight. Uh what does hijinks do? Don't catch on fire. 
and Dolph. <laughs> that's a good start. I mean, that's, 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 uh, going uh, forwards, that, that's like a you, good setup. Yeah, you're zero three on the season, and there there doesn't seem to be any anything that tracks over what has gone wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just lots of issues. Yeah. And they're I, building up, I guess. I, I would I would hope that there's there's a way forward for a bot like Hijinks, even if it's not Hijinks in name, you know, another bot with a a massive undercutter, uh retooled in such a way that, you know, it's it it's it, it it's a way to try to uh, try to eliminate some of the weaknesses of the design. I mean, every bot has weaknesses, but it just seems that hijinks show up more often than others. And I yeah. I feel like I, I don't I feel like we dog on this robot. A lot. I feel but like it's just we do, but also because it doesn't perform. I think it comes from a point of frustration for us that we, yeah, Disco Owl is a vibe that we really want to see do well. Yeah, and the vibe is brilliant. It's such a pretty machine. It, needs, it hasn't had that breakout performance still, mm. has it? Mm-hmm. In year three, it reminds me of UK Beetleweight. Do you? In the, <laughs> um, it looks Jeff, and you fantastic. just have to watch out for the wall. You have to watch yeah, out for the wall. It looks fantastic, and yet the issues are many and hasn't won a fight in a long time so at least it's not lost anymore one. so that's a start right i i currently know where the location of Duya is <laughs> oh dear well uh, yeah ripper only one yep hijinks there really isn't much repairs. to talk about in this fight because it was fights. just one-way traffic yeah, yeah. uh ripper only we have next we got fights we have fights coming up uh big test for ripper only coming up they got copperhead mm. i uh, i would like to see where where one of these bots ends up in the ceiling. Geometry uh, wise, should be Copperhead. However, you can never gamble against the chaos that Ripperoni brings. So honestly, we will have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, if you're Copperhead, you're you're another bot that's basically gunning for the top seed. It's like you know, you look at this on paper and go, it's a surefire matchup that Copperhead is going to beat Ripperoni. You know what mm. else was surefire? The end game is going to beat Ripperoni. What happened? <laughs> it lost. Uh, I believe the line from Lindsay was embrace chaos, right? Yes, it was indeed embrace chaos. Well, they better not but embrace also... Ripperoni's chaos. Well, ha- have to I'm just see what throwing happens... back to the to the advert very quickly. Yeah. Did anybody else see the end game team on the piece of pineapple? They were just chopping up with a knife. Oh like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did chopping chop up the end game uh, team. The team. So, Jack but... and Nick just getting absolutely annihilated. Oof, rough. We'll have to uh, see what happens in that fight. Meanwhile, hijinks. Yeah. Hijinks uh... has switchback. I think they might have a chance in this fight. I really mm. do. I really do think that this is these are these are two bots that have had the not awesome Gremlins. seasons so far. You know, it's it, like still working things out. Yeah, and Switch I think there's still has a... its third fight to come in between all. Yeah, of this is so true. We'll see yeah, where Switchback. they sit. Yeah, but this is yeah. true for Switchback. Uh, there's, there's there's a chance for hijinks in that fight, and they that's why they need a win to get themselves back in the to terms for getting into the bracket. Yeah. So, I mean, not only that, getting into terms of being a full competitor again. I because I, I I can see. If, I sure hope it doesn't were, come to that. I really hope it doesn't either. But I can see a world in which they apply and just get in as a reserve. Hmm. Yeah, because because if, if you're a producer, you want a bot. You know, you, you want bots that you know go to the bell or really show off their hits and like it's it, it's it's very tough when you spend so much time and pour so much money and pour so much energy into a bot and it just it just hasn't. It hasn't done it, and I'm 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 sick of having this conversation about hijinks. You know, it just it yeah. just makes me sick to my stomach. Uh, where I yeah. want to see it do well, and I I, I don't I, I love the team. I love the I love Orion, and, and Jen's a Jen's a great thing for the sport. Uh, but it's just the bot is just not it, it's just not cutting the mustard. It hasn't performed yet? No. Yeah. 
hopefully they get it figured out. I know they will. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a, there's a good there's a good group of people there. Okay. Good. So we're moving on. I'm going to go um I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't No, oh, Jevin, no. you're staying right here. You you're stapled to your chair. This is the Endgame Revenge Tour. This is after their fight with Pizza, and they are not having it. This <laughs> feels in the I'm same class of fight. right now. The same that, class of yeah. fight as Rotator versus Jackpot, and uh, these two robots fought in uh, World Championship 5. Will there be a different outcome? No. No, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, there, this is a much better hypershock than the end game that end game fought that time, but it, it really yeah, didn't but it's also seem a much it. Game, to be yeah, fair. it really didn't seem yeah. it. <laughs> it did feel like there was one driving error from well. There was. There one. was one moment where hypershock got a hit in, and you're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, it is just, just for the briefest of moments, right into the corner. Yeah, I will say, front wheel the, the, yeah. this is the weirdest knockout ever. Yeah, in the when... it's not up against a wall. <laughs> It's not like upside down and inside something. No, it just stops on its side. Yeah. Very similar to where Riptide died last year in their season ending mm. fight where they just end up on their side and that's the end. Well, it's uh, that rarity of flipping a coin and it landing just on its side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting that it's because the sort of oh, rear right yeah. wheel it... doesn't turn anymore and it's just no. there. The chain falls off. I yeah. just noticed. I just watched Gives the chain up. fall off of it. Yeah. And this is another instance where Hypershock is... It's almost like they should start upside down. I feel like his bot ends up upside down more than it's on its wheels. I feel well, like... you say that. The the upside down shot that they did get on Endgame ejected a wheel, so... It wasn't their wheel, though. <laughs> it, it was their wheel. They, I mean, it wasn't Endgame's wheel. Yeah, Sorry. Endgame... <laughs> they come into each other. It's not even that Endgame hits the wheel. They don't. No. It's just the shock goes through Hypershock and just goes, oh, I don't want that anymore. It's a, I'm it's, free. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it's an amazing amazing transfer of energy. Uh and Hypershock I, I I really don't know what else they could have done in this fight. I mean, Endgame has this I mean, we saw it in uh there's a a bit put up by by Pete the Bot Whisperer on the BattleBots YouTube yes. channel. Go watch it. Uh where Go Endgame Endgame has forks for every occasion. Uh there is just about nothing you can do to out fork them basically they've become they've become more bite force than bite force was with that fork mm-hmm. setup where like yeah no matter what you run you're not getting under them on the front you have they, to get they around the repeat the baton i really like the sort of piano key setup that i'm going to call the sort of it's the hybrid wedge in that it's wedge shaped but it's made out of lots of little keys that mm-hmm. can just sort of do that across the arena floor so that it never gets stuck at one particular point mm-hmm. it's a really uh, cool design i just re-watching i noticed coming out of the box or in the first out of the bed you just see all of the box the paint in the red yes. square just kind oh of, yeah it's completely oh. peeled off it's it's not exactly the i mean you you don't need robot planers <laughs> really <laughs> you just put endgame in there uh I mean, if you ever need to scrape the floor you know for like any fight afterwards that they just notice a massive chunk of paint missing yeah, that's that, that's for, for 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 those of you playing at home, keeping track of you know the damage on the arena, and you can put the schedule back together. Yeah, good luck yeah, with that. You can still see the the huge hit. I'm trying to work like, out when earlier. this fight happened. Okay, was, so uh, oh, this was after the Cobalt Minotaur main event, mm-hmm. literally yeah. the next fight. Mm-hmm. So, you were saying, Jeff? Uh, 
looks like Endgame uh, Endgame actually hit the Wii when he gets coming out of upside down. Oh, he it does. does. Fair yeah. enough. So so uh, it looks like Hypershock hits his fork and pops up, and it pops up at a weird angle. Then Endgame gets a sn- hit on the wheel. Just a just a massive transfer of power, uh, and just proving that proving once again that Endgame is a is a force to be reckoned with. I think they're it's 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 not exactly a bad thing that they had a fight against Ripperoni that didn't go to plan, and they they basically you know forked themselves for lack of a better term. Uh, uh, <laughs> in any case, I really think maybe that was a good growing moment, you know, for the team, you know, because it's. I feel like you ride on a high for so long and it's kind of not a bad thing for somebody to cut you back down or well, like if they're I'll make a sports analogy where you have a, a team that just wins and wins and wins. But like right before the playoffs, they have a really stunning loss and they're like, OK, as long as that didn't happen in the playoffs, we we, we know what to do going forward now because we'll never make that mistake again. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's the, that's the coach in me maybe coming out. All but... things considered, I think this was a better fight than the last time these two robots fought. Agreed. Yes. yes. The, well, the thing is, it was an odd year. You know, for for hypershock, was it not? It still so, is. You know, it's so I mean, they were never going to win anyway. <laughs> They've jevened it. <laughs> yeah. it's a, they absolutely jevens that. You know, so is, just... is, is that a common theory? Because I've noticed that every other year, hypershock has a good robot. I have yeah, well, been blamed for this, Jeff. Well, um, okay. we'll, well it, it's no, no, called no. the Jevon curse. Yeah, and... Will, Will brought it up, and he said it's basically the effect of from what he's gathered. It's the effect of they do good one year, then they get thrown the book at them and then they do bad and then they yep. rebound the following year because their schedule gets easier and then they do good again and then they, 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 it's just a it's repeating just, just process the isn't it? yeah. <laughs> uh that's just an unfortunate reality i guess of you know being hyper one and two hypershock is okay i think and, it, and one and two against the caliber of machines that hypershock has lost to oh my saw blaze and end game you know i wouldn't be sad at losing to those two bots no uh I will say, with how tough their schedule's been, I, I we talked about it. I think we talked about it, uh, or we, we I mean, maybe we talked about it with Will, where like his quote unquote easy fight is Claw Viper, and that's, and that's next, next for him. <laughs> yep. So that's gonna be a very do? fast fight. <laughs> it really is. Oh, it's gonna it's be a drag race speed for sure. demons, isn't it? Absolutely. Not not like time wise, but like the robots themselves. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, get your driving practice down. Maybe, maybe hug the oh, hug the uh, the driving n- uh, bolt that he won back in twenty sixteen. Yeah. You know, give it, give it a good luck kiss. Give it, yeah, absolutely. And... and then maybe, maybe you know, Kevin has an off day and doesn't do what he did with Ribot with you. Uh, I will say that Hypershock's a little bit you know longer in the frame, so there's more to mm. grab. But you know, there it's is. it's and Claw Viper likes grabbing verts. Yeah, I, I I I was very nervous going into this fight for Hypershock, you know. But you know, it it only takes <laughs> you were one nervous. Hit. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, yes. the thing is, you know, yes. let's 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 say this: if Hypershock goes one and three, uh, I mean, they they may make the bracket. I think they'll make the bracket. They've they, they won With the remars event. Schedule. They, 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 they have strength so. of schedule, winning remars. They're they're in. Uh, just to get a win. You can't, you can't have the season without Hypershock. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, I, th- I think it's it's kind of hard to see BattleBots without without them. And it, let's uh, put it this way: if Ribot gets in, if it wins its next fight, yeah, even if it doesn't, and that's a that's a big if, yeah. um, then you know Hypershock, who's had a, I would say a stronger strength of schedule, sure gets in right I with one and so. three if they go one and three. Yeah, but you know they might go two and two. The many ifs and maybes, right? 
yeah, it's a it's a it's a tricky which, tricky question to answer. Nick may uh, be featuring yeah. on this week's uh, <laughs> this week's talk with Pete Abramson in the pits of Battlebots. Go there check it out go. on YouTube. Please watch Pete. Watch yes. him now. Yes, we love please. Pete. We need Pete, more Pete. Pete, you uh, better know that calls coming through when the top thirty two bracket is released. <laughs> we will be after you again. Any, yeah. Well, speaking of Nick, maybe and Endgame. Their feet, the their, 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 their season, feet. their 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 season ends. Nice. Their season ends against Gigabyte. Mm. So should be all right. I think they'll be okay. Uh, Gigabyte has had trouble in the past with Verts. Uh, one of the most highlighted fights is Hypershock. They've had, I mean, they the, the, the Copperhead fight, and like they 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 tend to have more trouble against Verts than they do against uh, other horizontals. Uh, I'm sure the comments can tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, but it's a it's it should be a a good chance for Endgame to end up uh three and one to end their season, end up with a solid seed going into the bracket yeah. on a high, uh, unless Gigabyte does something and shakes the shakes the whole tournament up and ends up with putting putting Endgame two and two, and then who knows where they end up in the bracket. I mean, they make the bracket, but uh, Gigabyte gonna pl- try to play spoiler, but that's not their next fight. No, uh, Gigabyte does have a fight before then, uh, so we'll see we'll see how that goes. Uh, but with that, we've reached the end of the episode. So we have, next... we have got a few more questions, haven't we? Yes, we do. Uh, and then I believe uh, the next slide will be probably uh, the next fight, future fights. Yes. So yeah, yeah. do we want to do that first? Let's do future fight first. For, Let's do future for fight first. Okay. So for Jackpot coming up, how do you fancy flipping an America colored coin? I um. It's what's nice about this is I don't have to worry about setup crap. Like I, I know what to do. I'm honestly jackpot's the best when it's on with the hazard wedge. Mm-hmm. That's probably like if you look at all our best fights, it's when we have the big wedge on it. Mm-hmm. Kind of squ- squares up with everything, makes the weapon a little bit more smaller, makes it more like the meta four wheel driver. Mm-hmm. But no, um, we're just gonna put the big old wedge on it and just hope for the best. I think that's all you can do against Shredder Raider because I've mm-hmm. I, I I said earlier in the episode that I've been watching some of the old seasons back and and Shred's a tough bot. Uh, it, it's it, it hits it can, surprisingly hard. It can yeah. really hit. It just needs to keep its teeth. I don't know what mm. Brian has to do. Little, so the problem <laughs> is that the shell has been repaired and repaired and repaired yeah. and repaired. The, the patches and everything. It's still the same shell. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. So it's, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it's expensive to get that remachined. I mean, I'm, all, I'm, I'm sure money's not on, growing on, on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, well, so. we'll see how that goes in, in the last fight. Yeah. And uh, hopefully ending your season on a win or, you know, maybe maybe Shredderator gets you. I feel like two and two we can definitely go in. Yeah. You, were, were you worried that if you lost this fight that one and three wouldn't be enough to get you in? Yes, so because Shredder Raider is kind of our uh, our bottom fight. Yeah. If you lose your bottom fight, that's more, uh, more. Yeah, it's got heavier weight. Effective. It's got heavier weight on yeah. you than than losing your like big fight. Yeah. Which is weird because if I win this one, I would have won my big fight <laughs> and my little fight, but not the not the <laughs> not the ones on your level. So it averages out, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're looking forward to to seeing you uh seeing you up against Captain Shredderator and you know, we'll, we'll hope it'll be a good fight, you know, good 
good knockout fight. We'll see. Oh yeah. You know, wish Brian the best, but uh, we we do have uh, a little bit of a. We want him to win too, you know, because mm-hmm. he's here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, going forward, uh, let's do the let's we, we we do have a couple of questions uh, for yes for you specific to Destructathon. Yeah, okay. do you want to talk about? So you're uh, currently working at Destructathon, is that right? Yes. Yeah, so I will. My daily schedule is I wake up at four thirty a.m. and I go to <laughs> a uh, and I go to my main job, which is plumbing and pipe fitting mm-hmm. so I'll, that starts at six so i'll work from six to 2 30 then i will leave from there and work when i start clock in as soon as i get there mm-hmm. to battle bots i clock in then i'll be there until roughly 8 8 p.m every night imagine clocking so into battle bots what a life <laughs> it's, it's, it's taken over it's taken over it's <laughs> like it was more of my life than now it's even more so you it's can always save robots of right? It's very funny getting a paycheck from Giant Nut Productions. <laughs> <laughs> How do you bring that to the bank and they don't laugh? You're like, wait oh, a minute. That's this is, what this is, is what business are you like, in? Yeah. What are you doing? That's like it's in Vegas. Oh my god. Oh yeah, we we run I run a strip show for Giant Nut Productions. <laughs> they just nod and say yes, yes, yeah, uh, yeah, everything yeah, is yeah, fine. Yeah, whatever <laughs> happens in Vegas. Yeah. So, there we, so, there so I'm more just uh I'm more of a like so I'll make sure like some of the like the interns and stuff. Because we have a lot of the film interns because they're there learning the cameras and stuff, but when they're not doing the camera stuff, they're they're wrenching on robots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of have a who's who of like people coming in and rotating, but we also have um so I'll be there kind of like five days out of the week uh then uh brad is there full-time from uh triton so he's mm-hmm. kind of like the re- reason i didn't do it full-time is plumbing plumbing treats me too well yeah plumbing it's, it's, that, it's that's like, the bread bringer it's, it, it's yeah. exactly it's uh it, like it's one of those ones that like not to get too into it it's like if they like if they wanted to do it full-time they wouldn't be able to uh profit mm-hmm. yeah it's paying me that so just paying me as like an intern is not bad it's just going in there and doing stuff and the perks is i get to work on that there so it's a cool I thing to the... put on your cv i'll be honest exactly yeah. I, I mean i yeah. i wouldn't knock it uh now i will say I that about that sort of thing honestly oh, definitely. uh so i know that we we've talked about uh you know teams from teams being there and i know that we've had uh We've had a couple pictures pop up online of uh, mm-hmm. certain robots showing up. Well, it was opening weekend last weekend, wasn't it? The, yeah. the, the official grand opening. Of yeah, the it was a grand thing. opening, and they um, Hydra was there. Yes, yes, yeah, Hydra was there. Hydra versus uh, Overkill, and Overkill is the lightest of all the live show robots. So it was <laughs> bye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was still up there. It was having some airmail. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, 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 hopefully you got certified. Uh, I will say the next question, the next question that we had from a, a user uh, Typhoon on Discord is: since we've seen guests, Jackpot and Destructathon, when? Uh it lives. It kind of lives there. It's one of the display robots for now. Okay. It it's it's here because I'm working on it. Yeah, I was going to say it's he's been ghosting you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's here right now because you've been they, doing um, it's one of those like we don't have the full test box, so to unload it and load it, and you'd have to test everything. You got to load it to the big arena. 
Yeah. And that's a hassle, especially if you're tuning electronics. Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just nice to be like, I can do it here because it's not on property, you know, take it out, put it into like a parking, parking lot, park it in the corner, mm-hmm. spin it up. Okay. That that's good. Turn it off, reprogram it, spin it back. You know, it's, it, mm-hmm. it's not load it on, take it out of the box, put it back in. And it's, um, it's going to be different now because I got the Bluetooth stuff yeah. for it now for this. So I can fine tune it now. But yeah, it's kind of that is a perk of being close to the event, (laughs) you know, and having a live show going. That's that's one of the things of this that that, that, and that's that's really the goal of Destructathon. I think it's nice to have, you know, butts in seats and, you know, pulling some extra dough to, you know, we spoke previously about how um, there weren't enough heavyweight live shows in the US. There's Mm -hmm. there's two in the UK and the UK is not a big place, but Mm -hmm. the amount of robots there are in the UK is probably more in a tightly packed area so it kind of makes sense but yeah we we spoke previously about there not being enough live shows now there's this as well as uh make a fair and yep all that Robo- and and we also have a um yeah the, Robo uh, games, Robo yeah, games coming, back coming back month, month. isn't it it's coming yeah. soon i'm so, yeah. still on defense if i'm going to robo games or not mm, kind of <laughs> it's a uh, it's one of those things of uh like why would i go when i can test here mm-hmm. yeah yeah but there's less incentive for you when you know you've got the battle bots nearby exactly and with the whole uh proving grounds coming up which is a thing that's happened re- really soon actually mm-hmm. so yeah should... that's that's gonna be really exciting to see battle like, bots proving grounds will be it's supposed to be march but i don't know if it's gonna be a little bit later mm-hmm. but it'd be like one of those things of you once the site is up, you apply, say, hey, I want to book out for these weekends. And they give you a little bit of uh, money just to compensate your travels and stuff like that. It's not not a whole lot, but it's in, it's it's enough. Yeah. yeah. Like it's uh, it's enough to cover a hotel. Yeah. Because it, it's not negative money. Like when you go to like right. Robo Games. Because <laughs> Robo Games, you're going there and you're paying an entry fee. Oh, yeah. Plus with, room with and this, board and food and uh-huh. you know. all that stuff. So they'll probably give you like a de- little, little bit of money and probably like a really good block rate at, at the Tuscany. There you go. So and yeah, that's... come out and um, they'll, they'll book it out. So they'll say like, I don't know, four rope. They'll, you know, they'll like book in like four rookie robots. Then they'll tell them, hey, um, th- the the frights are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you you might just see it's like, who do you, who do you, you know, who do you want to fight and what night? And do you have enough? to do every night or do you have enough parts for one night because i think you get you get paid per fight yeah so there's more incentive to, and you get i think you get a little bit extra if you win too we do we haven't they haven't figured out the numbers yet it's because that's just asking people like oh what do you, what would you do if you were a rookie you know yeah then yeah. they might do something different for veterans like they might have a different fight come up like I keep talking with Derek. Me and Derek might want to do a gigabyte versus jackpot sometime in the summer. Mm-hmm. Would be Which cool to be a, test it. That'd be a hell of a fight. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some of these new bots. I know that like uh, I've I've thumbed through the the BattleBots wiki on on fandom, uh, and I've seen a couple bots that have been featured in Indestructathon that have been you know sprinkled throughout. There's a a robot from uh, Rick Russ who uh, was going to bring Swamp Thing uh, this yeah, year. Yeah, jet lag. Yeah, jet, jet lag. lag. It's got a jet so, engine. It's, it's awesome. Okay. 
So, <laughs> our honest, honest opinion of it, it is really cool, and that's about it. Yeah, but that's awesome. I don't it's, care. Like, like, no, it's it got to like, start somewhere. I mean, what we had Hot uh, Shot at uh, at NHRL. Yeah. Like, it's a cool idea to put yeah, a jet engine on a robot. I like it. It's like. It's like it, it, they did a whole like ex- expo of it. I was like, oh wow, that was really cool. Anyways, yeah, oh, well. yeah. yeah. Well, they'll they'll it, think tank it's, it. It's a yeah. It definitely it's a, because Rick only helped. It was the other guy's first heavyweight, so it has the first mm. heavyweight stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the invertibility. It has a weird clutch system. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's cool. Yeah. It's definitely a really cool showcase item. But it it, it definitely has I the shiny object deal. I wouldn't yeah. see cool. it. Like, I wouldn't see it, like, fighting. Yeah. That was a cool, but it's a cool live show robot, because it's like, oh, look at this, you know, cool. it'll pull in, it'll pull in eyes, you know what I mean? People. Um, Might pull out eyes. <laughs> possibly. Uh, so, so speaking more about the bots themselves, uh, I guess, Jevin, you could take the next question. Yeah, Chaotic Robotics on Discord asks, how long does it take to typically repair uh, the show bots used in Destructathon? Given that it there's all... five of each. Okay, so there's five of these. Typically, we try to have two ready for each day. So you, have, you reel it out and you go, oh, this one has a, something weird going on. Like, oh, hey, we didn't check. There's a tire flat or something like that. Okay, go get the other one. So we pay, repair, repair two. Mm-hmm. You can get them ready. So then you just uh, get the second one out there and just do it really quick. Then, like, build wire. We'll, like, fill, do a little fill-in segment while we're swapping the robots out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You, we could have up to five, but typically we don't have more than two, just because it's it's a lot of it's a lot of effort keeping heavyweights going full time every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Completely uh, understandable. Some are uh, some take more damage than others. It all depends who they're fighting. Mm-hmm. Like the schedule right now, it changes night. It changes weekly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it also depends on how we have ready. So usually it opens up with a it opens up with um Tazbot versus Kraken, which is always a really good fight. Yeah. Because you know, it's swinging around and denting the crap out of the head and the, it, they're getting there's a lot of weird bits that can or um Kraken can grab on Tazbot. So it's yeah. really fun. It, including uh, the little mini bot, <laughs> which I didn't notice at first was a separate machine from the Yep. Four wheel Taz bot. Give it a little yep. two wheel bot that just kind of disconnects and goes and yes. does its thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's very funny too because I, um, because it's powered by Duval Badger. It's kind of safe. So like they'll power off all the older robots. Then he'll go to uh, Trey. Will go over to tower off the mini bot, and the mini bot will start running away from him. <laughs> so Trey, Trey will Trey will spend like 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 30, 40 seconds chasing this mini bot around the arena. <laughs> then eventually the mini bot will get stuck. Then he'll go grab it. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's brilliant. it's a very it's a very fun segment. Then mm-hmm. um we fought, then second fight is usually if it's if I'm thinking the right order it's malice versus overkill right now yeah which is very good it's a big old wedgie boy versus uh, malice it's always pretty good sometimes malice gets uh because malice doesn't have the the the, the anti thing device in the back mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Overkill will spend the whole time trying to get it up on its butt, yeah, and win that way. <laughs> while Malice tries to de-wheel it, it's very fun. Then a uh, third fight is one I'm involved in. So every day we wheel out. So we we bolt Ginsu onto a slot machine. 
Yes. <laughs> so we had this really cool <laughs> slot machine, and uh, we wheel it out, and Bill, go- Bill goes, I'm going to... I'm going to beat the crap out of this for everyone. Then we stop Bill. Then uh, forget it for the other guys. Name the other announcer. He goes, I, I know someone that uh, was, has a, will do a much better job than you, Bill. Then your producer's nightmare. The nightmare comes out and he does a really cool spiel. Like this is for everyone who's ever lost a dime in this city. It's very, very big hype package. It's very <laughs> cool. Then a uh, third fight. Uh, usually it used to be Chopper versus Malice, but now it's Chopper versus Whiplash, which is also a really fun fight because they have all the moving bits. Mm-hmm. Then um, Chopper has a really cool like wrestling heel captain. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the, oh, here's our next spot. Hey, hey, hey! You don't have the. You are not worthy of introducing our robot. And they come out and they start shitting on everyone, and, uh. and the, the fans start booing them, and it's really great. Then Whiplash comes out and they're all clean cut, you know, face character. So it's kind of like your heel versus face. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your Stone Cold versus your uh, John Cena. Like, which which is interesting because I've always seen, well, I've whenever I've had a conversation with somebody when I'm trying to explain, not just explain robot combat, but also kind of explain the differences between Robot Wars and BattleBots. I see Robot Wars as more WWE and Raw mm-hmm. or WCW, I, and I see BattleBots as more of a boxing event, you know, because I think mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it, it is filmed, it is kind of presented that way, where it's interesting to see a a kind of blend of styles now, where you kind of have a, uh, yeah. you have characters behind the behind the bots, and I was curious to see how they were going to, how they were going to handle not having the teams, you know, running the bots, mm-hmm. having others run the bots, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's good to see that, like, I mean, we got buy-in from everybody, so that's and it. Honestly, a lot of the captains are very viable, like, they're, stu- they're like, Honestly, like they represent the bots better than some of the captains do. It's very funny. Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> yeah, it's shape, not but... not in that, not in a bad way, but like they're, <laughs> they're professional. I'm just teasing. Like, you. For, like these guys are actual actors. Like you know how yeah. we're robot people. We're awkward. You know. Ah, uh, we're yes. all right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We could yeah. be very awkward. Like, <laughs> like the. I'm actually a paid actor as well. Uh, okay. the, the real yeah. the real captain of my robots. Yeah. Uh, Who checks in the mail, <laughs> Jenna, by the way. Died in a fire. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah, no, like then, like the the main event is always Hypershock versus Witch Doctor, which mm-hmm. is always a banger, banger fight. Mm-hmm. But a um, the people that do Captain for Hypershock are very like energetic. They they very capture the vibe of Hypershock. Team. Like he'll come out and he'll like run over then like the co cap and like he'll he'll freak out. He'll like collapse out of like uh, excitement. Mm-hmm. Then they run over with a like a little thing and catch him back alive he jumps up and runs into the crowd it's very very will energy yeah and that's the deal that that's will you know just having fun and looking fun doing yeah. it looking good doing it uh i i, I will say with, with with all the with all the bots that we've we've kind of gone over here too uh david can you take the next question where it kind of feel kind of leads in because we've, we've you've discussed the fights but now i'm kind of curious yes. if your take on this uh So, of the modern classic robots that have been adapted to current competition, which is the one that's performed best? That was brought by Sagaris on uh, Discord. Uh, let's see. Best perf- It's hard because, like, we sometimes they have them fight every t- they have fight each other every night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say they each there. There's some that are like you know, like Kraken's not going to total a robot because it's a crusher, right? Right. But there's a like a witch doctor hits pretty hard. 
Um, I'd say the hardest hitting one, it's probably Diablo. I would say so. Diablo <laughs> I've, I've seen hard. some videos. Yeah, yeah there, there's, the there's one that bounced around. Honestly, broken. Diablo yeah. feels like a robot. If they managed to get the weight down for actual battle bots and reinforced it and made it sort of fully battle battle hardened, ready for a season, I think they could do well. Diablo would need a major major rework to be a full combat heroic because it's 360 pounds yeah that's that's, fine that's the thing with no weight limit (laughs) let him in oh well but yeah no i I really like don't let your dreams be dreams (laughs) yep yep I really want to see a Lego Diablo at some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean Diablo was. <laughs> you Diablo come with the drag. Have fun with that one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess I'll I guess I'll take the last. You one. You take the so, last, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Shaken on Discord says, uh, I don't know if this is kind of like a, uh, I don't know if this question's morbid or you know like just like when the season's <laughs> over, uh, what happens to the showbots uh, for the Shaktathon? Like what will happen to them? I mean, do they just kind of you know? What do you mean? I, I imagine they'll see... be on display, right? Yeah, that's like, what I mean. Like, like you. The, the the question the question states what will happen to the showbots after Destructathon? Um that is a solid question. I don't know. I know they they are owned by the company. Like they yeah. don't they're not owned by like they bought them. Yeah. They 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 basically commissioned all the robots. So they yes. own them. It's there. So uh, eventually we're moving to a warehouse. So do all the like again right now we're working next to the arena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's basically going to turn into more of a fan area and all that. Then we're going to have an off-site workshop. Okay. So uh, I, we had I know the they have the arena for at least three years. Mm-hmm. Three years we have it for. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, shows are only booked out until end of May, like scheduled on Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of working it out. We still haven't even got all the robots yet, too. So yeah, we we have more more robots coming. So. Yeah. I'm just curious yeah. to see what the off season would look like for these robots. You know, like where do they go? You know, because there's so many of them. I don't think uh, there is an off season. Like the only like time <laughs> there'd be an off, like there's there's probably going to be downtime during Formula One, obviously. Sure. But it would be, be fun. Like just ah, this race is a bit a bit crap. Ah, let's just watch some BattleBots and sets. You know, mid Grand Prix. I think that's going to be the main main perk of, of working at BattleBots is a uh, we'll just get there with like uh, a scissor lift. And this one's Formula One. <laughs> I mean, it's free tickets, right? Uh-huh. Right? Honestly, you're it's right turn next four, door. I think turn four or five. Yeah, because uh, I think tickets right now are running like eleven hundred to fifteen hundred dollars for general mission. It's crazy. Yeah, like that's that's a good chunk of our tickets overall for BattleBots. Yeah, like, like I, I, I will say that when I had wanted when I when I went out to to go see BattleBots, I I had a, a hope that maybe I I could get to go see like. At least, at least, pass by T-Mobile Arena because I wanted to go see a, a Golden Knights game. But then, when schedules happen, I'm like, God, that's so far from my mind at this point. I'll just pass mm-hmm. by the arena and say, "Hey, I'll see you next time, maybe." Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, if you're lucky. If I'm lucky, I know. But yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's wrapped it up all right, nicely. Uh, so. We've reached the end of the episode. Thank you so much, Jeff, for your time. Mm. Uh, it's been lovely talking to you. Uh, I wish you the best of luck throughout the rest of the season. And, uh, you know, it's a uh, 
it's 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 always good to have a, a hometown boy on the podcast. You know, it's good to represent yeah. the home crowd because I think uh, I I I'd like to think that the crowd cheered for you more when you came out because it was the hometown yeah. boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As soon as he, as soon as he said Las Vegas, everybody like, ah! yeah. The biggest yeah. one was was one of the it's uh later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Saturday night, and we come out, and everyone's going. Rah! It's, you know, it's Saturday night. And everyone's it's like, the it's the busy session. The the stands the busy are full. Session. Like they're like elbows to elbows. Like there's no yeah. room. Then they mentioned a whole lot of it. Uh, actually, one of the ones was uh, last season. When I forget what fight it was, but when Farouk goes the whole, you know, your circus circus. He's Bellagio. You're Vegas. He or I said he's Vegas. You're Reno, and everyone has fucking died. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, the whole being brilliant. from the being from the area, I would know. I yeah. guess it would be the North Jersey South South Jersey argument for me, you know. Yeah. But in any, in any case, mm-hmm. uh, lovely talking to you, and we wish you the best of luck for the the upcoming season, the upcoming parts of yes. the season. Definitely. So, with that said, I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I have been World of Woodray. I have been Samuel Lays. Oh wait, that's not right. Uh, I've, no. I've been David Smeg. <laughs> and I'm Jeff Waters. <laughs> And uh, at least uh, Jevin and I, and perhaps David next week, we should have Sam back. A, a next combination week. of us will be back. Yeah, next week, a combination right? maybe back. Maybe, maybe next we'll just week. swap Jeff Waterson as a regular, you know? Honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In any case, we'll see you all for the next one. Bye for now.